Broadcasting from the Young Idea Studios at Guest and Gray, this is KFNY, True Texas Radio. The following program is a presentation of KFNY Sports. Now, you are listening to the home of North 40 Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. We're live. Take a little sniff of the air. If you can smell it, that is the smell of playoffs. That's what that is. Playoffs for the first time in 5A for your North Fork Falcons. It's Wally and Jaren for the Soul Men's Barbecue pregame show. And, man, are we excited about this one. Live from Bruce Field in Athens, Texas, it's the North Fork Falcons against the Pine Tree Pirates. Of course, they are of District 16 5A, North Fork being from District 15 5A. And it is round number one of the Texas State Playoffs, UIL Playoffs, Division 2 5A, Region 2 is where we'll be. And tonight it starts with the Pine Tree Pirates. Uh, beautiful night here. It's about close to 80 degrees. Feels a little muggy. But uh, being down on the field as players, I'm sure they're not going to mind that. It's better than probably playing in 40-degree weather. But, man, it's so exciting to get to finally have playoffs to talk about, to call, to be at, to experience. It's going to be a lot of fun. And this should be a good game for the North Forney Falcons. Jaron, what are your uh, your first thoughts so far tonight with uh, it being playoffs? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the players, for the coaching staff. You know, second time in school history to be at the playoffs. First time in 5A. Last time was when they were in 3A Division II back in 2011. They went to the second round and eventually fell to Carthage, who ended up going to the quarterfinals for 3A Division II. So it's first time in a long time. And so, uh, you know, it's a pretty amazing thing for a, a coach and his staff to come in and turn around the program so quick. Um, you know, of course, we saw glimpses of it going back to the spring and then all through this year, glimpses of greatness and great things. And, and this is uh, hopefully just a, another step into a, a, a long journey for this season. So I'm excited to be here, uh, excited to kind of see a school from, from my roots, the East Texas roots, and the Pine Tree Pirates, first time they've been in the playoffs of any kind since 2001, as far as football goes. Since 2001, Coach, um, I believe his name is Kerry Lane, he's in his second year uh, in charge of the Pirates. So um, it be a neat matchup. And, you know, they're coming in, and we'll talk a little bit more about them, but they're coming in with a record of 3-7. and seven, So, uh, so yeah, it'll be an interesting matchup. Uh, yeah, we will get to Pine Tree uh, after the break, but I will first wanted to kind of talk a little bit about North Forney's season that they've had. Uh, now that we are in playoffs, the season could be over after tonight. That's that's a legit possibility. Uh, I think most of us, especially up here in the booth, expect North Forney to win tonight. But it is playoffs. It's a one-and-done type deal. If you throw out a bad game or if you lose, that, that's it. You don't get to play anymore. So I wanted to go ahead and kind of give some uh, some credit to some of those North Forney players for the seasons that they have had in case, just in case, we don't get to see a, uh, a game next week. And I wanted to start, of course, with Colby Suits. Everybody knows that that's my man crush. He's my boy. I mean, I, I could go on and on about Colby and and uh, the kind of player that he is. He's also an awesome young guy off the field. But the uh, the difference in the years that he's had from last year to this year uh, are pretty astonishing, as it is for, for a lot of the players. Uh, Colby this year has 2,583 yards passing and 33 touchdowns through the air. Uh, and then you go again, throw that against last year's numbers of only 2,100 yards and only 22 touchdowns. Uh, it's, he's done so much more passing the ball this year under Coach Jackson in, in this offense. Uh, then Calvary and Bear, 1,444 yards, uh, 18 touchdowns, which is astonishing, 18 rushing touchdowns. 
Uh, last year, Col Calvin Ribeiro only had 489 yards and one touchdown on the season, and he was the leading rusher last year. So now this year's leading rusher for the North 40 Falcons, again, Ribeiro, has 1,444 yards. Uh, Kobe Suits rushing 608 yards on the year with 14 touchdowns, and that's probably the, the most uh, the biggest contrast from numbers from this year to last year of any player. Uh, Kobe had 77 yards rushing last year, and, all, and he did have five touchdowns, but, man, he jumped almost 550 yards and, and nine touchdowns of rushing. That's enough to win you a lot of games like they have. Uh, then Nate Miller, 459 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, the next leading rusher last year, the second leading rusher from last year, only had 191 yards, and we have three three players that are well over that this year. That's That just shows you the improvement that the Falcons' offense has made from last year to this year. You got any thoughts on that, Jerry? Yeah. I'll throw I mean, out a bunch of stats at you just then. <laughs> no, it's cool. But it's something we've been talking about all year, and it's just uh, we've just added and added and added on those to, to those great stats. Um, you know, I didn't get to see this Falcon team last year, but just even from – Week one until now. I mean, we've seen just such huge strides, and that's something that we've always said about this coaching staff is how good at they good they are at, at making adjustments. You know, from the very first week uh, against Mount Pleasant to where Mount Pleasant came out, scored two touchdowns really quick, and the defensive coaching staff made some great adjustments and was able to uh, to really put that to a halt. You know, we've seen that throughout the the whole season, and even into uh, you know two weeks ago against West Mesquite, and even last week against Forney. So, again. Um, you know, it's just I just echo what you said. It's really great to see some of these players, and, and it shows that when you have um, the right leadership, you know, leading the right talent and good talent and, and, and willing talent, I mean, some some incredible things can happen. And, and, and so, I'm proud of the Falcons. Proud for them. Proud for Coach Jackson and the staff. And excited to see this journey as it continues, and I think for several more weeks. Yeah, and that's what you know. These stats are so telling, and they they're a prime example of getting the most out of. The kids, you know, getting the most – getting everything out of the talent that's there. You know, last year, you know, Will and I, when we were calling the games, talked over and over about, man, these kids are talented. You can see the talent there. They're just the coaching staff, I don't think, did a good job of getting them – getting the most out of them, getting it all out of them. This year, Coach Jackson has, and to continue on with some of these stats, receiving-wise, Jordan Carroll, 796 yards on the year, 11 touchdowns, and that's against last year's stats, only 310 yards receiving and three touchdowns. He's been the big-time playmaker this year, taking that next step. He's been receiving a bunch of offers – uh, from all over the place. Uh, Corey Mayfield Jr., the next leading receiver for the Falcons. Last year he didn't even play for varsity. <laughs> and this year he's got 514 yards and five touchdowns. Jaden Brawl has 480 yards and six touchdowns. And you compare that to 76 yards last year and one touchdown. I mean, that he's he's uh, been a guy that's got to come in and play a lot more, and, and he's really rewarded coaching staff and, and Kobe uh, for that extended playing time. Jackson Ennels, 364 yards, seven touchdowns. Uh, Barclay Ford, 293 yards and touchdown. Then Corey Johnson, 75 yards and two touchdowns. But once again, I, like I said, I wanted to give credit to these guys and, and for the hard work they've put in. And also, it's kind of the same way or, uh, or another way of getting some credit to this coaching staff and really putting these guys in, in great situations to succeed and, uh, and, and do what they do best. Yeah, you know, and you, mentioning the receiving core for the Falcons, and that's been probably one of the most exciting things to see. And it's not just that they have so many weapons that they can go to as far as receiving-wise. But the fact that those receivers can can do several things. You know, they can go on the outside. They can come in slot. They can do the jet sweep things, which we see a lot. So uh, several of those guys are, are so multidimensional that not only do you have several that are really good, but they can do several really good things and do them very well. And so I think that's the neat aspect to this offense. And, again, um, 
this offense is, you know, in no disrespect to defense at all because they've played some incredible, incredible games. Go back to the Petit game and then the West Mesquite game where they, I thought they contained Curtis Williams well, especially the second half. And so, um, so you know, great job those guys for sure. But I think the offense is really what's perked some ears and some eyes to where even, you know, Dave Campbell or Dave Campbell's Texas football, the guys from there have North Fournia as kind of the sleeper team for 5A Division Two. So, and those guys are one of the premier – you know, knowledge bases on Texas high school football. So, um, yeah, for sure, kudos to, to uh, these Falcons. And, and the receiving core is really, in the offense as a whole, has really done a great job. Yeah, and the Dallas Morning News had some cool things about North Morning as being a uh, kind of on the same lines of a sleeper team to watch out for in that in that uh, region two of the, the Division two 5A. Uh, and there was – I can't remember who the rider was now that I think about it, but one of the riders picked them to go to the uh, to the regional semifinals all the way there. So that, that was – I thought that was pretty cool. Good good credit for, for North Forney. And we're not surprised because we've been able to see these guys all week. And we're like, man, why, why, why do you even call them sleeper? Because these guys are, are super talented and we've seen them play, play ball all week. But I think just can you have a team that um, didn't have just a, a super great season last year in, until in one year, making such a great turnaround, I think it's catching a lot of eyes. Well, and, you know, being out here, out in Forney, that's not necessarily a spotlight of the Metroplex or anything. It should be. I, I'm very biased to it. But, you know, just they're not a, in the Highland Park. They're not in Mansfield. They're not Frisco. They're not a lot of those flashy teams. They're not in Lido, you know, who's had the long pedigree, the history of being really good. And so they, you've got to earn that, you know, and not, not having one good regular season is going to earn you that, that trust and in, in, uh, reputation. So th- this is – this is the stage where you start to do that playoff-wise. Uh, one other thing I did want to get to before we get to Pine Tree here in the Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show, I did want to touch a little bit on last week's game against Forney. It's a unity, Bill. How can we not talk about it? Uh, it was so much fun. Of course, everybody kind of knew leading up to it that eh, it's probably going to be a big, big North, North Forney win. Uh, it was pretty close, you know, the first quarter or so. Uh, both teams scored on their first possession. North Forney scored on their second one. North, uh, the Jackrabbits are driving on their second possession, got all the way down inside the one-yard line and second down and couldn't score and ended up throwing an interception to Glenn De La Haas of the Falcons. Uh, and then from there, it was, it was over. I mean, the Falcons just in that second quarter just put an onslaught on the Jackrabbits and what was a 15-7 uh, a, a first quarter lead at one point ended up being a 42-12 halftime scorer as they just jumped all over the Jackrabbits. Uh, things kind of got chippy late in that second corner when the Jackrabbits got down. Quarterback Devin Rodeau got ejected, so did another uh, a lineman. They both got ejected. And once Rodeau went out, it was pretty much already over before that, but when Do- Rodeau went out, that probably that left all the Jackrabbits' chances. Uh, we got a chance to see him, and they looked – he looked – he was really good. I was really uh, impressed with his playmaking ability. Uh, you know, he had 141 yards passing in that first half and two touchdowns, another 42 yards rushing before he got ejected. He was really moving the offense well for the Jackrabbits. Uh, and then we saw later in the game Cam- Campbell Anderson, who's going to be—he's a sophomore, or I think a freshman actually—that uh, he's going to be playing. Sophomore. Oh, he's a sophomore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's really young, and he's going to be playing. He'll be the guy going in the future. And and uh, I was pretty impressed with him too. He came in and kind of commanded the offense really well for being down, but the, the, the big score that they were. Uh, I was impressed with the, with the Jackrabbits more so than I thought I would be. Uh, but in the end, they only had 306 total yards, 210 passing, and 96 rushing yards on 34 carries, which is less than three yards in attempt. And if North Forney's defense can hold their opponents through the playoffs, and of course it will get tougher, but if they can hold, hold their opponents here in the playoffs, something similar to that stat line, I think things will go very well for the Falcons throughout this playoff run. No doubt. You know, and coming into tonight, and well, I guess we'll talk about when we talk about Pine Tree, but I guess what I wanted to say is, uh, you know, I don't know that, 
we're going to see just a, a lot of high-power offense from Pine Tree tonight. We'll dissect them a little bit in, in a little bit. But starting the possibility of next round and, and on, you're going to start seeing a little bit better offenses, and so it'll be a good challenge for the defense. Yeah, and, and I, think it's, I think it's important for North Forney to stay balanced like they have all year long. I think that's what's going to help them through this playoff run. Uh, and that was it. It was on prime example against Forney in the Unity Bowl. 522 total yards, 295 passing, 227 rushing. If they have that kind of balance like that every game, they're going to have a chance to win every game because their offense is going to be really good. Oh, I agree with you. And again, it's not just the balance of pass and, and run, but also the balance of who they use. You know, and, and you know Jordan Carroll started off with a monster season. And then team started paying a little bit more attention to him, so he's getting double covered a lot. So he didn't have just huge stat games. Now he always had key plays that were huge momentum swings in the game. But then last week comes out and just dominates and just plays an incredible game. He just went sick. And so um, I think what's real impressive and what I'm really interested in to see through the playoffs is the balance of not only pass and catch but or pass and run, but um, also the balance of how they use – uh, the weapons they have, the balance of those guys. And we will get to Pine Tree and some uh, the other games that we'll be keeping an eye on here in just a little bit in the Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show. You're listening to Will and Wally on KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Rich, juicy smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations. Soulmans.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at forneyairandheat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned into you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. We're back with the Soul Men's Barbecue pregame show. It's Wally and Jaron. And we are here live at Bruce Field in Athens, Texas, for round number one of the UIL F State Playoffs 5A Division II. 
and we're in Region 2, and tonight's opponent is the Pine Tree Pirates. So let's go ahead and get to them. Uh, of course, they're coming on, coming into the playoffs. You know, North Forney is 8-2 coming in uh, with some pretty amazing stats. On the other hand, Pine Tree, they're not. They're coming into this game with a 3-7 and seven record, and you're like, if you're thinking, how can they make the playoffs with a 3-7 and seven record? Well, the way this the Texas State uh, UIL does playoffs is they take the top four teams from your district, and they only go by district play. They only go by your district record. So you could lose all – like if North Forney could have lost all three of their their, uh, their non-district games, and it wouldn't matter. We would have been playing right here tonight uh, with the with the Pine Tree Pirates. And so that's what the, the Pirates come in at 3-7, three 3-3 and seven, three and three in their district. Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, Kilgore, and Henderson were all four – non-district losses to start the year. Uh, then they bounced back with a win over Sulphur Springs and a win over Mount Pleasant. Those two, two, those two games were, were probably the two that really kind of got them in. Uh, then they lost a close one to Greenville. Uh, then they won against Hallsville and then lost the last two games against Marshall and Texas High. And the one out, the only game out of that I really want to focus on or spend any time on is the Mount Pleasant game, of course, because North Forney opened up the season this year against uh, Mount Pleasant all the way out there in Mount Pleasant. Uh, and spanked them. I think it was 68-21 the final score. It could have went, could have been 100 to 21 if they really wanted to. North Forney, uh, and and it was 31-21 Pine Tree over Mount Pleasant when they played district wise. That kind of maybe gives you a little bit of gauge. You can't just go off stats completely, but maybe that gives you a little bit of gauge of uh, what kind of team we're looking at for Pine Tree. Uh, Pine Tree also comes in 170 yards passing a game, but they do rush the ball pretty well, averaging over 200 yards a game. They've got 34 touchdowns on the year. Uh, their defense is kind of where it's at. I know you'll talk a little bit about that here in a minute, Jaron. Uh, they've got 33 sacks on the year with 13 interceptions and 13 fumble recoveries, so they're kind of balanced on turning you over. And I think that's a lot of how they're going to try to win this game tonight from a Pirate perspective. Yeah, they're going to try and get the ball. They're going to try to force turnovers, and then when they get it, they're going to run the ball. You know, They don't throw the ball a whole lot. Again, like you said, 3-7 and seven record. I will say that their non-district opponents were some pretty good um, you guys like Henderson, Kilgore, some really good opponents. In that East Texas uh, District 16, they just beat up on each other. So um, you can be at a pretty uh, pretty rough record and still go in. But, yeah, so, uh, you know, again, uh, Coach uh, Kerry Lane, second year, trying to turn a program around, a program, again, like I said earlier, that hadn't been in the playoffs since 2001, um, compared to the other Longview schools, not known as a football school, a little bit better in boys basketball and some other things. But um, – Trying to turn it around, you know. Got some uh, some good quality coaches. Uh, I mentioned at Solomon's Barbecue uh, Falcon Spear Night that the offensive coordinator is a guy that come through a real good lineage in Louisiana. Um, his uh, dad's a successful coach over there, uh, Coach Bachman, and he played at Evangel, which is a, a perennial powerhouse over in Louisiana. So got some good coaches surrounding them, but it takes a long time to turn a ship, typically. So um, again, they're in their second year, but yeah, they're going to be a team that they're going to try to force turnovers. And then when they force those turnovers, uh, they're just going to run the ball. And, and it's going to be a similar deal to, like, West Mesquite, I think, defensively for the Falcons, forcing them to do what they don't do well, and, and that's throw the ball downfield. And if you can control what they feel like they do pretty well, which is run the ball, um, and force them to go through the air, I think the Falcon defense will be just fine. Yeah, and on, and on the year passing-wise, their quarterback, Wade Seidel, uh, only has 1,600 yards on the year with 11 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. You know, we talk about the interception uh, category as being a big a big stat that we like to use for Colby. Uh, and he only has, I think it's five on the year. And it's almost the opposite for Seidel. He's got 12, uh, and he also has got three fumbles too. So he's turned the ball over 15 times for them. And I think that 
you know, we talk about Pine Tree's defense trying to win the game for them. I think North Forney's defense wants to come out and win the game for them too, not even leave it up to their offense. Uh, they, they're going to face a, a Pine Tree offense that they have a chance of doing that against. Uh, they're going to be able to turn the ball over hopefully a lot. Uh, Rushing-wise, Kayshawn Williams, 73 carries, 336 yards, 16 touchdowns. He, he does carry the ball really well. He's the kind of their go-to guy in the red zone. Uh, and then Seidel also carried the ball. He's got 62 carries for 371 yards and two touchdowns. And then two other guys that are going to have a four-headed monster when they run the ball. Adrian Taylor and Jaden Smith are the two other ones with 416 yards and 299, respectively. Um they're going to want to, you know, just like we talked about with the West Mesquite, they're going to try to run the ball to win, and they're going to try to force some turnovers and get defense. That's going to be the recipe for Pine Tree to try to win this game tonight. Uh, and North Forney, obviously, they're going to try to take care of the ball like they did against West Mesquite, uh, and they're going to try to force the Pirates to throw the ball just like they did West Mesquite. And what the Pine Tree defense is going to do, they're going to bring a lot of pressure. Uh, they average, I think, three sacks a game, uh, I believe is what it was. Um, and so they're going to try to bring a lot of pressure. I don't think they bring a lot of special blitz packages. Those guys off the ends just really charge aggressively. So uh, they're going to try to to force um, some pressure, bring some pressure um, on the uh, the coaching staff or the, the the offense of North Forney, and, and and really put some pressure on Kobe Suits. But we've seen that that something that we've seen this year is when Kobe does get pressured, he makes really good decisions. He stays focused and is able to get out of the pocket and does just fine. Yeah, I mean, that's what, you know, we'll kind of put the games in, uh, in Colby's hand again, and that's always a good place to be. Uh, you know, we talked to Coach Jackson about how it was like to have a, a closer, you know, that, could, that could, you could put the, the ball in his hands and really just trust that that's the end of the game when, it, when they need it to be. And uh, that's a good feeling to have. It's a, really a, a good feeling to be able to trust your quarterback to be able to take care of the ball and win you games like that. And we'll see if Pine Tree's got that on the other side. They've got uh, really one receiver that does anything through the air for them. That's Devon Coleman, 35 catches, 661 yards, and six touchdowns. When they go, do go through the air, he's uh, he's typically the guy that they'll go to. Now, a couple other stats from Pine Tree. Uh, on the year, they're a negative 107 in point differential, which is uh, it's a pretty big margin. You don't see typically see teams in the playoffs that have that kind of number, that big point differential. Uh, but on the flip side of that, North Forney's uh, point differential is plus 198. So one, negative 107 for Pine Tree, a plus 198 uh, for the Falcons. And, of course, the, we know the Falcons and their offense score over 50 points a game. At one point they were number one in the state. Uh, and 25.9 points is all that Pine Tree scores. So they almost double that uh, on a game, a per-game basis to the Falcons. Uh, and then also they give up 36, almost 37 points per game. So that, that bodes well again for the Falcons. You know, So all, this, all the stars are aligning for this to be a big and – I don't want to say somewhat easy, but maybe uh, game for the Falcons tonight against the Pine Tree Pirates. Again, we've seen crazier things, though. It's playoff football, and as I heard a, a sports commentator say today, that desperate teams, you know, can, can surprise you sometimes. And you got, uh, you know, Pine Tree coming in. It's been a long time since they've been here. So, uh, you know, again, I, I feel very comfortable that the Falcons are going to control this game. But it is Texas high school playoffs, and we've seen crazier. Well, so. it's like I said earlier, it's a one and done, you know, one and done type deal. So if you throw out a bad game or you turn the ball over, you know, if you just don't come out and play your best, it could be over before you know it. You know, we think that they'll win. We we feel pretty good about it, but uh, you've got to go out there on the form and on the field and perform. And and the Falcons have done that all year. And I think with Coach Jackson, I, that's one thing I don't worry about is them being prepared. Uh, and one other thing, you know, talking to Coach Jackson on the field before the game, uh, I asked him the question, I said, or I kind of, you know just in conversation with them, said, I think this is really good for North Forney uh, and the fact that we get to open up against a, a lesser opponent. We get to open up way out in the middle of nowhere in, in Athens. 
You know, we don't have to open up an AT&T Stadium, that big stage, against a really good team like Frisco or, or Mansfield or somebody like that. So I think it works out well that, you know, because we have the inexperience of playing in the playoffs that we can kind of get some of the get some of the nerves out of the way against a lesser opponent and not on the big stage as like AT&T. So I think it really, really helps that this is the opponent and this is the venue as opposed to something else. Yeah, I agree. You know, and it you know, kind of caught us by surprise, you know, it's not really a – I mean, it's a neutral site, but it's not an in-between site. You know, it's kind of a, hey, out there yonder site. But, uh, you know, it's a, a neat atmosphere. You know, I came the same years ago. It's been a while. But I think, like you said, I agree that it's a good place to start for the Falcons. Yeah, and, you know, I have to – I always have to be constantly reminded that it's not all about me. But uh, I'm not the biggest fan of the Bruce Field press box, if I can say that out loud. I'll <laughs> 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 get a couple of laughs in our, uh, our little booth. Yeah, it's uh, next next week. You know, if we get to AT and T Stadium, that that ought to be a lot of fun. Their 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 press boxes are nice. I don't like where they're positioned, but they're really nice. But here, this is, it looks like something that I used to be in in Pee Wee football when my dad would announce games. Like this looks like that. That's what it feels like. If if anybody's ever been to uh, in the press box or even to the game at a uh, at uh, Jackrabbit Stadium, which is the old high school field that the Jackrabbits used to use when they were the only school back in three A, uh, that this is that what that press box reminds me of. Hey man, where I came from, calling games in Louisiana, this was, this was good. This was nice, man. Uh, these chairs are a lot better than the ones that we. Uh, <laughs> well, and the, the other metal thing, chairs we. Well, got. the other thing too is I don't, I don't see any food. There's no food up here. Oh no. You have to go all the way down to the concession stand. Did you get that for free, Will? I did not. You did not. So we don't even get free. You know what? I'm not. Gonna, I probably don't need to get any more into it than I already am. I'm, I'm spoiled. I know. I'm used to having good Citibank. Or good Memorial Stadium food or something, and next week AT and T. There's no telling what they'll have up there too. Uh, but Bruce Field, the the field itself is really nice, and yeah. they've got you know Athens. The Hornets have their uh, Athens High School has their uh, their workout facility. You know, on one end zone, you can see through the, the glass windows, and that looks really cool. It's a big area over there, uh, and then they've got a, you know a nice little concession stand area set up on the other end. That's kind of got a little banner going around the top of it. Of course, this is the stadium that TVCC uses for their college football games. Uh, their junior college football game. So it's kind of split. One end of the end zone has got a red Cardinals uh, end zone. The other one, the other end zone is a maroon Hornets end zone. And they're both kind of checkered around each side, one in red, one in maroon. So it's it ought to be a lot of fun. It's a cool stadium, uh, not as much of a cool press box. But in the end, that's really not what it's about, is it, Jerry? No, it's it's not. And we're here uh, to uh, try our best to translate the atmosphere to those that didn't make the game. But I will say uh, it looks like the Falcon faithful is out in pretty good number here. And so there might not be that many people left back uh, listening in, but those of our those of you that are listening, we're glad you're here, and we're going to try our best to uh, to relay what's going on here. Well, that's what that, the one point that Coach Jackson made too is when they came out here and visited the field on Saturday mornings. They really liked the field and stuff. Only problem is he said I, he told the other coach, "Look, we just can't be the away team because the stands just aren't big enough." And so they they agreed that you know the uh, North Corner could be home and they get the home stands and they're they're filling them out quite nicely too. All right, let's take one more break and we'll be right back here for the kickoff live from Bruce Field. And this is the Soul Man's pregame barbecue Soul Man's barbecue pregame show with Sharon and Wally. And we'll catch you right after this. 
Rich, juicy smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations. Soulmans.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at forneyairandheat.com. Hey y'all, this is Will Riggs and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. And we are just in time for the Falcons to come out on the field as the Pirates have already on the other side. Uh, it's a nice little bit of a breeze coming in. looks like, I, mean, I don't know if my direction's here. looks like a, maybe a southwest uh, breeze coming in. Sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody else is going to know, are they? So a little southwest breeze. It's about 80 degrees here around kickoff. It's a little muggy, a little muggy. Uh, but we'll, I think we'll make do. This is kind of neat because they do have a big scoreboard down here. Obviously, we can't see it. But there is a smaller one on that far corner that uh, we can kind of see it, get a better view of. Uh, I really do like the field. It's a nice field, so it, it ought to be a lot of fun for tonight's matchup. A couple of the other scores you want to keep an, an eye on uh, for the rest rest of the night. One of the games is already in progress. They started at 7 o'clock with the kickoff, and that would be the next round opponent uh, if the Falcons were to win tonight. And, of course, all these scores when we give them the quarterly scoreboard update tonight will be brought to you by Pristine Express Car Wash of Forney. So you can drive in today for a sparkling shine that is simply pristine. Of course, they'll be giving us uh, all the – they'll be sponsoring all the quarterly scoreboard updates. Uh, then every first down will be brought to you by MCL Construction. And every kickoff will be brought to you by Forney Family Dentistry. Dentistry. I'll get that down before the end of the night. And it is time now for the National Anthem. We'll go see if we can get that for you as well.
right now, of course, is the North Forney Choir singing the national anthem. And our Phil Mike has got a bunch of wind going into it tonight, so we might I don't know how often we'll crank that up. I'm sure not everybody wants to hear a big gust of wind in their ear all night long or in their car, wherever they might be. I'm excited, Wally. I really am excited to see these Falcons play some playoff football. And I'm excited to see uh, just how things play out, the scoreboards go later in the game. One game I'm interested uh, in, in just kind of seeing the scores, the Highland Park-Texas High game. Two really good programs. I know that obviously doesn't have any bearing on, on the Falcons' journey uh, with them being Division One, but I'm just kind of interested personally to see how that game goes. But, yeah, we'll definitely be looking at the uh, Lake Dallas and Frisco Reedy game for sure. The captains tonight for your North Forney Falcons, number 70, which I believe is Patty Manguero. It is. Uh, Patty Manguero, number four, Corey Mayfield Jr., number three, Christopher Lowe, and, of course, number 41, Ethan Arthur, another senior, your captains for the Falcons for tonight's game. Uh, like I said, a couple of the other games that we'll keep an eye on that are in our region, playoff region, and we'll kind of keep those tabs on those scores going uh, when we have those quarterly, up, quarterly scoreboard updates brought to you by Pristine Car Express Car Wash of Forney. Uh, one of those being Waxahachie Everman. That's a, looks like it should be a pretty good game. Sulphur Springs and Lovejoy. Lovejoy also in our district. They're playing out uh, at Sulphur Springs Stadium tonight, Prim Stadium. Uh, Mansfield Legacy and Burleson. That could be a matchup that's played on later down the road. It's directly in uh, North Forney's path where they to make it that far. Uh, Highland Park and Texas Holly, like you just mentioned, we'll kind of keep an eye on them. They're in Division One, so they won't, we won't face them at all at any point, but you know, kind of keep an eye on them, kind of keep an update. Uh, and then, of course, Marshall and Poteet are playing against each other in Division One playoffs as well. Mesquite Poteet, and they are playing at Royce City Stadium too, so that we can, we're a little bit familiar with that. Some of the other scores, of course, Kimball beat uh, Woodrow Wilson last night, 35-14. They're in the same, same region. Uh, the Colony lost to Frisco Lone Star. Frisco Lone Star is a, a pretty popular pick to re win the region two, which is the region that North Forney is in. Uh, they lost, or they beat the Colony 41 to 16. And then a score that it directly affects North Forney that's going on, that's already going on right now. That started uh, at seven o'clock is Frisco Reedy versus Lake Dallas, and that's seven nothing Reedy with 3:38 left in the first quarter. And like I said, every time we check the, on those each quarter, that'll be brought to you by. A Pristine Express Car Wash of Forney. Driving today for a sparkling shine that is simply pristine. The Falcons won the toss and elected to receive the opening kickoff. The kickoff is brought to you by the Forney Family Dentistry Kickoff. Kickoff 2018 with a brand new smile with Forney Family Dentistry. Pine Tree getting set from their own 40 to kick this one away. It's a little pooch kick. It's going to bounce inside the 30-yard line and it's going to be picked up. Near the 10-yard line, they're going to say that he stepped out of bounds around the 15-yard line by Corey Mayfield Jr. He had some room to run, but he stepped out of bounds. He thought it was going to go out of bounds, but it, it never did. He finally had to make the decision just to pick it up. And they're going to start their drive, the Falcons are, from their own 17-yard line, and that is where they will start the first playoff possession. Interested to see uh, kind of the play call here. Uh, we've seen Coach Jackson and his staff do a variety of things to open the game. You know, they've gone for it, you know, immediately, very quickly. They've uh, set some play action things up, so I'll be interested to see what happens. Whoa! A weird formation that uh, had a whole bunch of linemen out to the left side. They got a lot of room to run. It's Corey Maple Jr. down the sideline. One man to beat the 20-yard line. He's going to get brought down at the 10. What a weird formation. They, I didn't think they were even okay. on the field yet. Yeah, so it looks like they were just huddling up, and Coach Jackson was kind of close to him. And then one guy runs, 
picks up the ball and kind of hikes it back to a guy in that huddle and runs along the sideline. Never seen anything like that and They're before. already back to the line of scrimmage again. Colby in the shotgun at the 10-yard line. Turns, hands it off to Rivera. Rivera puts his head down. He's met right at the line of scrimmage, and he's not going to get much after that. Yeah, what that was, you know, like the teams will kind of huddle as an offense before they go out on the field for each possession. That's what they were doing, but the coaches and all the other players had kind of already walked off just enough to where they, they couldn't be on the field. That would be too many men on the field. Colby takes this next snap. He's going to keep the handoff this time, the read option. Up the middle, he's got a touchdown, and the Falcons lead early 6 to nothing over the Pirates. One of the most incredible things I've ever seen. I can't even explain that. And we say it all the time. Every time we think we've seen it all from these guys, they do something else. Well, and that's, you know, like I said, they had that, that kind of that little huddle, but everybody else is off the field. And then Carroll, Jordan Carroll, who's a receiver, that usually lines up on the far side of the field, goes running out there. Pine Tree thinks, oh, okay, he's just going to line up on the other side as a receiver. Well, no, then, like you said, he stops, picks up the ball, throws it back to Corey Mayfield Jr. He's got the whole line picked up ready to block. And they block all the way down to the 10-yard line. And the extra point is no good. So it's 6-0. Falcons lead with 11-22 to play here at Bruce Field. It's KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser's Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser's Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. It's time for the Forney Family Dentistry kickoff. Kickoff 2018 with a brand new smile with family, Forney Family Dentistry. The ball is picked up inside the 10-yard line off a of bounce, and it's going to be returned out to the 15, still on his feet, but he'll be dropped there. They'll give him the 15-yard line. And that is where the Pirates will start out with their first possession from their own 25. Yeah, the ball went right into the return guy's hands, but it just bounced right out. So he had to react pretty quickly, and he didn't fall on it. He did pick it up, but it didn't get much out of it. So the Falcons, uh, they wasted no time scoring a touchdown, only 38 seconds in, and it seems like that's pretty much the norm around Falcon footballs. They're going to score. If they get the ball first, they're going to score typically within a minute or so. They want to get on the board fast. And the shotgun is Seidel. He'll turn, hand it off. Up the middle, and they got some room to run. Cross the 35, the 40, finally tackled by Kyle Hogwood. But that is a first down from Pine Tree all the way out to the 43-yard line. And that was a nice run there by number 22, Jaden Smith. Like I said, they kind of have a four-headed monster rushing the ball, three running backs, and, of course, Seidel, the, the quarterback. Now, those guys are big for Pine Tree. You look at the offensive line there, and they've got some size. And um, uh, number 70, uh, you pronounce his name a lot better than I do. Uh, Patty Manguero. Patty. You know, he mentioned how those guys had some size. Yeah, number 73 for Pine Tree, the right tackle. That guy is gargantuan. Another handoff around the right edge, and this time he's going to be dropped, and that's 
Cliff Funderburg, who was fighting off the, the, the mammoth number 73 to make a tackle at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. <laughs> we'll comment how the numbers look really small on really big guys. But uh, the thing is, uh, the number 73 cannot move laterally just real fast, and Cliff is very quick laterally. And, and Cliff fights hard, too, and I think that's yeah. what gave number 73, who is Mose Jeffrey, and he stands 6'5", 349. That's a big boy. That is uh, that's a <laughs> real big boy. That's a big boy. Now, Pine Tree looks to the sideline. They, they, they move their offense a lot slower than the Falcons do as they're still – yet to get their next play off. They're going to have three seconds on the clock when they do get it off. Seidel takes the snap, takes the hand off. Now he's going to be pressured out to his right. He's got some room to run across the 50-yard line down to the 45 before he's chased out of bounds by Roby Robinson. And Coach Jackson is not happy with Roby, probably looking for him to kind of seal that edge and keep it, stay at home on that one. Yeah, it was pretty wide open there, and I don't know if that was a design run play for the quarterback, but he saw it open and took advantage of it. Yeah, Jaden Smith, the running back. Kashawn Williams, guy we, talk, we talked a little bit about pregame. He's their H-back, but he'll get some work at running back, too. He's 6'4", 215. He's a big, pretty big guy. Handoff, on the left tackle. That's picked up by Jaden Smith. He'll have a gain of four, almost five on the play, just outside the 40-yard line of the Falcons. We're to be second down and six. Glendale Hawes led the way on that tackle, came in from a defensive back position. and uh, He's a young man that's really stood out on the defensive back um, side of things. Uh, the past several weeks. You know, we had uh, Kyle Hogwin in for Talent Talk this past week, which you can find all those interviews we do with the players on Talent Talk on KFNYsports.com or on the KFNY Facebook page or True Texas Radio. I mean, you can find them anywhere. You, you'll find them. Just you can get us on Twitter if you need to. And uh, Kyle Hogwin is our guest this week, and he moved from safety to cornerback to get Glenn De La Haas some more play at safety because they really like what he can do. The pass is, they're going to say incomplete. It was thrown out to the right flat to the receiver. He kind of let it hit the ground as he was trying to catch it. That was intended for number 10, Devon Coleman. That's the guy we talked about as being their big playmaker at receiver. I think Coach Jackson's wondering either he's wondering whether that was a forward pass at all or um, why wasn't it complete. Um, but Yeah, and they're, they're going to say incomplete. It was kind of close. So to bring up third down and six from the 40-yard line of the Falcons. A big third down here. Made a motion from left to right. They're going to give it to him. That's... Number 10, Devon Coleman, he's got some room to run around the right side. He's got the 25-yard line, and they're going to say he stepped out there. I thought there was going to be a holding penalty at the end, but they're going to – he looked like he was reaching for his flag in his back pocket, but never pulled anything out. I will say that these uh, guys for the Pirates do uh, have good vision. They see holes and, and take advantage of those pretty quickly. Back to the shotgun formation is Seidel, the Falcon 25-yard line. Pirates moving the ball pretty well in their first possession. Jaden Smith still the running back in the backfield. They've got two receivers set up to the left and one to the right, and the H back to the left side of the offense as well. Jaden Smith started on the left, moved to the right, now back to the left side of Seidel. He'll take the snap, fake the handoff, throw left. It's complete and dropped there. A big play coming up. The ball's on the ground, but they're going to say he caught it, and then the ground forced it out, so no fumble. He was down by contact. A nice play that time. I want to say that's Casey Cornelius coming up to make that play. I do believe you're right. Casey Cornelius just made an incredible play, went straight for the legs, and just a, a very good place to tackle, very good disciplined tackle, and it did what they needed it to do. A loss of two on the play that backs it out to the 27. It was complete, but it was a, a loss on the play. Had he broke that tackle, he had some room to run. So Adele take, or Wydell takes the snap. Now he's going to run around the left side, now cut back up. A little space to run, breaks a tackle, and he's inside the 20-yard line. Found a little seam. Looked like he was going to have nothing there on that left side, but found a little seam was able to cut that back up for 
a nice chunk of change, and that's going to bring up third and five now from the Falcon 20-yard line. Yeah, big third down here. Not really sure uh, the kicking situation for Pine Tree, whether they uh, typically go for it or how strong their kicking game is, but either way, a big third down here for the Falcon defense. Under eight minutes to play in the first quarter. Six-nothing Falcons lead. And now in at quarterback is the H-back that we talked about, Kashawn Williams, 6'4", 215. He'll take the direct snap. He'll keep it. He'll put his head down, trying to get over a couple Falcon defenders. He's pushing. He's going to be about a yard short of the first down marker, and that's going to bring you up fourth down for the Pirates. Fourth and almost two, actually, from the about the 17. See if they kind of do something very similar there. And looks it like looks like they're going to keep Kashawn Williams out there on the field. Looks like they're bringing some extra block protection for him to kind of maybe pave that way for him to grab that yard. Yeah, it looks like they're bringing in the, the heavy set. It's fourth down and two from the Falcons' 17-yard line. The Pirates got to get inside the 15 for a first down. They're going to run up. They've got a, a tight end, an extra lineman, and two backers blocking in the backfield. Kashawn puts his head down, pushing for the first down marker. He is not going to get it, and the Falcons cause a turnover on downs. Again, when this Falcon defense has their back against the wall, they really shine. You know, we saw it last week against Forney in the Unity Bowl. And we've seen it throughout the whole season. We saw it at Carrollton Creekview. Man, when their back is against the wall, they really know how to reach down, dig down deep, and make great stops. And, man, that was two back-to-back, you know, like it was against Forney last week where they had, you know, they kept running it with just nothing to gain, and that's exactly what they did there. <laughs> and as North Forney kind of huddles along the sideline, Pine Tree, three or four of their guys go kind of running over. They don't know what to do now because they don't know how to guard this. <laughs> this time, North Forney comes out and runs. It looks like what would be considered a normal offense. It's an empty back set. Colby's the only player in the backfield. He's in the shotgun with three receivers to the left and two to the right. He drops back. He's looking deep, looking deep. He's got Corey Mayfield Jr. complete over the middle. He's at the 50-yard line. He's got one man to be. He cuts back on him. He breaks the tackle at the 25. He's got the quarter, the 10, the 5. Touchdown, Corey Mayfield Jr. The wow. Falcons strike again. Wow. Wow. It looks like the Falcons are going to go for one, but wow, just an incredible play. Shows the athleticism of Corey Mayfield Jr. and just how spot on Kobe is with his throws. Yeah, you know, and Kobe had tons of time, perfect protection. There was nobody else to help it block in the backfield. Had time to set up the throw as he waited and waited for Corey to break over, uh, break open over the middle of the field down the seam, and he did, and put, like, Man, Kobe, right on the money. Put it right there perfectly. Hit him in stride. And then Corey Mayfield cut back at about the 35-yard line because he had one guy that was kind of had an angle on him. Cut back, broke that tackle, and then outran everybody else to the end zone for a big touchdown. And they're going to keep it this time. They snap it to Kobe, and they're going to say he didn't get in. They're going to say he got stopped short. Coach Jackson not happy about it. They thought he did. Well, it looks like the officials were turning their back before the play was even over. Those guys in the end zone, those officials were already turned away. They were, I think they were looking up for the football. They yeah. thought it was going to be kicked. <laughs> Colby, of course, the holder, so he's going to hold on to it. Well, let's take a step away with 6.39 to play in the first quarter. It's 12-0 Falcons lead. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guestin Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! 
Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. It's time for another Forney Family Dentistry kickoff. Kickoff 2018 with a brand new smile from Forney Family Dentistry. This one's kicked off by Rodriguez. It's going to bounce at the one-yard line into the end zone out of the back of it. A nice, boomy kick from Rodriguez. And it will go for a touchback. And the Pirates will start from their own 25-yard line. You know, we've really seen Carlos really grow in his kicking ability throughout the season. And we got to talk with him a few weeks ago. Incredible young man. Really wants to kick at a high level in college. Uh, he's just a, a junior, I believe. Maybe even a sophomore. I might think he might be a sophomore, yeah. Um, but uh, just a great young man. Really enjoyed talking to him. And he's really done a great job this season. Yeah, just a sophomore is Carlos. So they should, have, they should be in good hands going forward for the next couple of years in the kicking game. Uh, and I think a lot of it for him has been just the confidence, kind of growing confidence-wise. They don't use him a whole lot in field goal situations, but his onside kicks have been amazing. It's a handoff up the middle. He's going to be dropped after a gain of two. Looks like Casey Cornelius coming up to make a play, uh, as was Trey Barksdale, who's getting some run out there at safety this week. And, of course, that was number 23. So, okay, Sylvandon Stewart. <laughs> Sylvan Den Stewart. Max Preps didn't have a first name, so we couldn't really practice first names. We just got their rosters right before the game, so bear with us. Seidel takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to Stewart again around the left edge. Gets up in it, and he's going to lunge back ahead. Looked like he was maybe going to get no gain on the play. Then a second effort got him out to the 30-yard line, and that will bring up third down and a short five. Again, good opportunity here to push Pine Tree back. They're still pretty deep in their own territory. Yeah, balls on the left hash. Of course, the fans on the North Forney side who have filled these stands, a big amount of stands, have filled them pretty well, and they are loud. They're up on their their feet uh, giving the money sign. They've got the money signs they're holding up. They've got the, the noisemakers. That's why you don't have much of a field mic because there's a noisemaker right next to it. Seidel takes a snap, fakes the handoff. He's going to look downfield. It's complete for a first down near the 50-yard line. Hogwood makes the tackle. That was complete to J.J. Sparkman, just a sophomore who ran a deep Slant route, and a few times that the Pirates pass, this time it works out for them. Now, uh, they, the Falcons are still using that four-down lineman. Now, I don't see Barclay out there um, on in that end position like we we typically have the past several weeks, but they still are using four-down linemen. Now on the jet sweep around the right side, he's got the edge across the 50-45, picks up a block, and steps out of bounds as he crosses the 40-yard line. And that was, again, Devon Coleman on the jet sweep. Jackson is not happy with the defense. Remember, it was a jet sweep uh, in the two games against Wiley East and Highland Park. The, the jet sweep and just the running back around the edge like that that go from you know that run parallel down the offensive line, down the line of scrimmage and then turn up around the sideline that really killed the North Forty Falcons defense, and that's why they switched to the four three. And so far here tonight, they're having a little bit of trouble stopping that jet sweep when they run Coleman around that edge. Seidel in the shotgun takes the snap. He's going to keep it this time. Run right, got some space, cuts up the field near the 30-25, brought down at the 20-yard line. Jordan Carroll, the one making the tackle. 
really heads-up play by Carroll there, who was really focusing on another block and then saw the uh, ball carrier come in and really made a great adjustment there. 12-0 the Falcons lead. Just under five minutes to play in the first quarter. Both times, Pinechurch had the ball. They've driven it down to at least the 20-yard line. Last time they had it uh, third and about two from a 17, and they had two chances at it, and Fort North Forney stopped them. Here they have it again at the 20-yard line, first and 10. Seidel turns, hands it off, and well, they thought it was down in the backfield. He finally is. Roby Robinson coming up from that outside linebacker position to drop Jaden Smith for a loss of almost half a yard on the play. Now Barclay Ford comes in the, to uh, take that end roll there. Um, he's on the far side of the field, and it's really this near side to us where they've really been able to get a lot of, a lot of space so far. Ball's on the right hash. There's two receivers set up to the left and one to the right. Seidel still the quarterback in the shotgun. Jaden Smith, the running back to his right. He'll turn and hand it off to Smith. He'll put it up the middle, and he gets dropped there by a combination of Javon McKenzie and Willie Thomas. And Willie Thomas has been such an anchor for this defense. You know, had to play some defensive line two weeks ago um, against West Mesquite. Um, but now able to kind of feed back into that middle linebacker role that he's really comfortable in has done a great job. Gain of just a couple on the play that brings up third and eight. Ball's now placed on the 18-yard line. We saw North Forney's defense flex their muscles and they got backed up in the red zone. The first possession, they're trying to do the same here. You know, like Jaron mentioned, we don't really know their kicking game from a uh, pine tree's perspective, so we don't know what if they might go for if they don't get close. Player in motion. Seidel keeps it. He looks. He throws. It's complete inside the five. Touchdown. Because Sean Williams out of the backfield. Looked like from that H-back position. Seidel took some pressure. Just got the ball off in time. And it goes for a touchdown. And now the Pirates are on the board. You know, we've talked about the running game of the Pirates. But I tell you, they've made some good uh, some good plays through the air. Uh, I think three, three completions there for the Pine Tree offense. Now the Pirates setting up for the extra point. Snaps good, holds good, kick is up, and it's also good. So 12-7 the score. The Falcons do still lead. 3.22 to play in quarter number one. It's Wally and Jaren for KFNY Sports True, Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. As the Falcons get ready to receive, it's time for another Forney Family Dentistry kickoff. Kickoff 2018 with a brand new smile with Forney Family Dentistry. Fielded by Jaden Barral, and he's going to return it out to the 30-yard line. And that's where the Falcons will take over for their third possession of the game. They've ran a grand total 
of three plays, and they've already got 12 points. Nope, it's three. Barral made a pretty impressive spin move there to get a few extra yards. Four plays. I want to. I have to admit, I was wrong. It's four plays. The Falcons have ran four plays. Three receivers to the right, one to the left as the Falcons start out from their own 30. Now in motion from the backfield out to the left goes Corey Mayfield Jr. And we're going to get flags on the play. And I'm going to imagine it's going to be a false start on the Falcons. 318 to play in quarter number one. Falcons have had trouble slowing down the Pirates on there when they had the ball on offense. But the Falcons have been able to move the ball quite well and pretty easily when they have the ball. Only, like I said, four plays, two touchdowns. Now Kobe will send Corey Mayfield Jr. out in motion again. Kobe will look to run, now throws it. It's complete to Barkley Ford who catches it but got dropped on a big hit, a gain of just three on the play. And the Falcons are back up to the line of scrimmage quickly. Barkley is a great weapon to have, especially when you're playing a defense that has some size to him because he is such a big athletic young man. Kobe in the shotgun. Corey Mayfield Jr. lined up as a running back to his right. Two receivers on each side of the formation. Kobe takes the snap, and he's going to keep it up the middle this time. Breaks the tackles, trying to spin away from another one. He's got the 40-yard line. He's got a big pile that he's trying to get some help from, and that should be enough for a first down, and that's an MCL construction first down. For all your commercial construction needs, check them out at mclconstruction.com. They're back to the line of scrimmage quickly, as the Falcons love to do. This time, Corey Mayfield Jr. will go from the running back position out to the slot receiver on the right side. Three receivers that side, two to the left. Kobe empty in the backfield, takes a snap. He's got time to throw, got time to throw over the middle, and it's high. Incomplete intended for Corey Johnson. Second down and 10 now from the 41 of the Falcons. Just a little above his head. Corey's a little smaller than some of the other guys. Kobe uh, throws two a lot, but a very athletic young man. And really not a bad throw at all. Again in the empty back set. That means Colby's alone in the shotgun formation. Nobody else is in the backfield with him. He takes the snap, draws back. He's got time again. Only three men rushing. Throws it, and it's complete. Jackson Ennels catches it inside the 25-yard line. He's tackled there. They had two men in the same area. Barclay Ford just underneath Jackson Ennels. Barclay went out to try to catch it. Luckily, it went past him and right into the hands of Ennels, and that's another MCL construction first down. It's a great design of that play, and you have two good guys there, two tall guys for that throw. First and 10 from the Pirate, 25. Colby takes the snap. He'll keep it up the middle. Dances around a little bit. Now finds a seam. The 10, the 5, touchdown, Colby Suits. Does it on the ground. Really incredible vision there and has a great job at finding the seams and has really grown as a rusher in his own regard. Great job for Kobe. Almost like he was doing a little bit of the Mamba, you know, just kind of <laughs> kind of waiting for things to open up, just kind of, you know, a couple of little stutter steps, and then finally found that seam, and then it just took off. We'll ask if he's going to take some dance classes over at, at ULM in college. 2-12 to play in the first quarter. Falcons setting it, setting it up for the extra point. Of course, Colby is the holder on the extra point attempts. Carlos Rodriguez, the kicker. The kick is up, and this one looks to be, well, no, it's no good. So Carlos having a rough night so far with two missed extra points so far tonight. It's 18-7 to the score. The Falcons lead with 2-12 to play in the first. You're listening to Wally and Jaren for KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. 
They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Carlos Rodriguez kicks this one away. It's the Forney family dentistry kickoff. It's going to be fielded at about the five-yard line. Out to the 25, past the 30, still on his feet. Finally brought down by a couple of packs of balls loose on the ground. Who's got it? I think a Falcon player has picked it up. They haven't signaled yet. It was loose on the ground for a couple of seconds. Just outside the 40-yard line. No signal yet. The Falcons say they have it, and they do. The Falcons cause a turnover, and they get the ball back for the offense. Well, wow, great field position, too. They'll start at Pine Trees. Looks like about 42-yard line, so great field position. I wonder if the uh, Falcons go straight for it. I would imagine they'll take a shot here. I couldn't tell who came up with that strip. There were a couple of Falcon players there trying to bring the returner down. He got hit at the initially at the 25 and kind of carried uh, two or three Falcons with him all the way out to the 40-yard line, and that's where about where he was stripped. And finally the ball was picked up at the 42, and that is where Kobe will lead the offense back out onto the field. And again, Corey Mayfield Jr. is the running back. Of course, we saw Calvin earlier in the game when they got inside the 10. And Kobe will take a snap from under center, throws it out. Look at set, set the wide receiver screen. Jackson Hills, he throws one up high. Corey Mayfield Jr. is at the 15. He catches it. Touchdown, Falcons, on the from under center wide receiver pass. Wow. I tell you, you can't predict this stuff. There's no way to predict this stuff. I mean, just the fact that Kobe took a snap from under center is amazing. He hasn't done that all year. They don't even do that when they're in the victory formation trying to run off the clock. He goes up under center, puts his hands up under the center's butt, takes the snap, throws the pass behind the line of scrimmage behind him to Jackson Hills lined up at receiver on the far left side. He kind of runs almost back to the middle, drifting back a little bit, and then throws one over the top complete to uh, to Corey Mayfield Jr. Yeah, the coaching staff has got to be like, well, we haven't seen that before. They got the offense out on the field, and we're going to have a flag on the play. They were going to go for two, and we're going to get false start. I think Co Coach Jackson isn't happy. I think Calvin was supposed to be out there at running back, and they had to run Nate Miller out there late. So there's going to be a flag on the play for a false start. We'll see if this affects North Forney's decision-making at all as they, they lead 24-7. And Coach Jackson can't be too happy, and now they're going to bring out the kicking team, the field goal unit. And they've been sloppy so far. Defensively, they've had a couple of miscues. Uh, special teams, they've had a couple of missed kicks. They've missed the two-point conversion earlier. Now they have a false start on this one. He, uh, he cannot be too happy about how this game's gone on outside of their offensive performance so far. They're going to line up for the extra point. Rodriguez will kick this one off. It's spotted on the 15-yard line. Kick is up. I think this one's good. Okay, it is, finally. An extra point that goes through the uprights for the Falcons. 25-7 the lead for the Falcons. 150 to play in the first quarter. 
It's Wally and Jerem for KFY Sports True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas. It's going to be picked up there at the just inside the 10-yard line and returned out near the 30. They were, say, stepped out of bounds at the 29-yard line, another Forney Family Dentistry kickoff. Minute 44 left to play in the first quarter. It's the Falcons 25, the Pirates 7. When the Pirates have had the ball in offense, they've been able to move the ball. Uh, no, their first two possessions. They got inside the 20 on both times. Finally scored on the second one. But then they turned the ball over on the last kickoff return that gave the ball to the Falcons at the 42-yard line. And then just a couple plays later, or actually the next play later, the Falcons scored a touchdown. And so that's, that's how we've got to 25-7 is the Falcons offense doing what they do, not being stopped. Side down on the shotgun, receiver in motion from left to right. They're going to fake the jet sweep, hand it off up the middle. Willie Thomas is there, a gain of a couple on the play for the Pirates. Let's go ahead and take a second to check on the scoreboard. Uh, it's the Pristine Express Car Wash, a 40 quarterly sp- scoreboard check. Drive in today for a sparkling shine that is simply pristine. Of course, the main game we want to keep an eye on is Frisco Reedy and Lake Dallas. That's late in the second quarter, 409 to play in the second quarter. 14 to 6, Reedy leads Lake Dallas. The winner of that will play the winner of this one here. Seidel takes the snap, fakes the handoff, another throw complete on the deep slant across midfield. This time it was in, it's complete to J.J. Sparkman, Christopher Lowe in coverage. Of course, a couple of other scores on that uh, exp- pristine express car wash a Forney <laughs> quarterly scoreboard update. Uh, of course, this game is 25-7. Waxahachie leads big over Everman, 28 to nothing. They're only halfway through the first quarter. That could be a matchup later on down the road. And then Lovejoy leads Sulphur Springs, 14-7 late in the first quarter. Handoff around the left side. Cuts back up near the 40-yard line. As the Pirates continue to move the ball, that's going to be a gain of almost seven on the plate. Seigel actually kept that and went on the left side. I was able to get a few there, but but not much. And Mansfield Legacy leads Burleson 14 to nothing late in the first quarter. Burleson has negative 19 yards. Burleson with negative 19 yards in that game too, so yeesh. Seidel takes the snap, hands it off. It's Jaden Smith. He's going to be near a first down marker, maybe about a half yard short. And that's going to bring up a fourth down with about a half yard to go. Or is that still third? Actually, it's still third down. Third down. Third and less than a yard. And that might be the last play of the quarter because I don't think the Pirates are going to get another one off, and they will not. So after one quarter of play here from Bruce Field in Athens, it's your North 40 Falcons 25 and the Pine Tree Pirates 7. We'll be back here with the second quarter on KFY Sports True Texas Radio. 
Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. And we are back here for the start of the second quarter as the Falcons lead 25-7 over the Pine Tree Pirates. Pine Tree has a third and less than one from the Falcon 38. And Cliff Funderburg is coming up to make a big play along with KC Cornelius. Because Sean Williams took the direct snap. Of course, he's 6'4", 215. He put his head down trying to run over Cliff Funderburk and KC, and he was not successful on that one. I think they K- drove him back. KC carried him, I think, about four yards, and he's about twice the size of KC Cornelius, but Cornelius showing a lot of grit there. And, of course, Funderburk's being blocked by that behemoth <laughs> who's 6'5", 350. So to be able to get off that block and then stop a guy who's 6'4", 215, along with KC, I mean, that's some big-time playmaking right there from the defense. Now it's fourth and one on the 38-yard line of the Falcons. Seidel keeps it. Trying to get the first down. He ain't going to get it. Another turnover on downs from this Falcon defense. Cliff Funderburg coming up to make another big stop. Derek Colton there as well with Willie Thomas. And the Falcons defense shows up strong again. Looks like the coaching staff went to those guys and said, hey, contain that run. And I tell you, especially those ends are really doing a good job. And, of course, the defensive backfield coming in to help with that. Great job, Falcon defense. We're going to look back, I think, at the end of this game and say, hey, that's the difference in the game is those those big third and fourth down stops when the Pirates were moving the ball and had short distances to go on each of them. And they, the Falcons defense just stood up every single time so far the first, first couple of times they've been facing that situation. Colby in the shotgun as he brings the offense back out on the field. They come back out now this time for the first time in more of a traditional look for them. Rivera, the running back. Colby being pressured in the backfield. He's going to be brought down for a sack. Calvin was in there as a running back. Michael Cord in there at the H-back position. And Colby, as soon as he dropped back, took pressure, took heat. He's getting up a, a little hobble trying to stretch out that right leg and that right knee. Just got an update. Lake Dallas has tied it up with Frisco Ritty. It's 14-all with a minute 30 left in the half. Colby takes a snap, hands it off to Calvin. Calvin breaks the tackle in the backfield, puts his head down, lunges ahead, just gets a couple on the play. He's going to get out to the 37, almost the 38-yard line, but that's still going to bring up third and almost 12. We knew Pine Tree would bring pressure, and they have the last couple downs. One receiver to the left, two to the right. There's an H-back to the right side of the offense as well, and Calvin, the running back, to Colby's right in the shotgun. And we're going to get a flag on the play. I want to say that was the center. It looks like Ray Yates who kind of moved his head trying to get the uh, the offense to, or the defense to jump off sides. It was very subtle, and I somehow just happened to, to see it happen. And I think that's what they're going to get the flag for. 
10-21 left in the second quarter, 25-7. The Falcons do lead. And, of course, coming up uh, at halftime, we will have the Forney Air Halftime Show. If you're having troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and tell them you heard it right here on KFMY True Texas Radio. And we will also try to bring you the Pride of Falcon Nation Band, and that will be brought to you by our friends over at Award Music. For all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. And we're going to have whistles again before this play, and we're going to get a timeout from the Falcons. 10.03 to play in quarter number two. 25-7, the Falcons lead. You're listening to Wally and Jaren for KVY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. No three to play. 25 to 7, the Falcons lead. Falcons are facing a third and 17 from their own 32 yard line. It's the first time that the Falcons offense hasn't ran smoothly in tonight's game. They they went back to their traditional formation, which is a running back in the shotgun and an H back. And they have not had any success with it so far the first couple of plays. Back to that same formation, except they're going to have a tight end now on the right end of the line, or actually maybe just an unbalanced offensive line. Three receivers to the right. Rivera, the running back to the left. Kobe draws back. He's got some time to throw. Looking deep down the field. Overthrows Carroll by just a couple of fingertips. As he was streaking down the middle, they also had Jaden Baral down there in the same area, which is a little, uh, little rare. That's a couple of times that's happened tonight. And now for the first time in quite a while, we'll see the – for, uh, North 40 punt team come out, which does consist of Jordan Carroll, who have to run back down to the other end to punt this one away. Incredible athlete. You know, it looks like he's not even winded at all, and he just ran like 50 yards. I'd be collapsing. They'd have to pull out the oxygen tank for me once I got done with that. Carroll standing just outside his own 20-yard line. Glenda Hawes in motion. Jordan will punt this one away. It's a low spiraling kick. It's going to bounce just inside the 50 and go out of bounds near the 45 of the Pirates. Not quite the kick that Jordan was probably looking for, but it does flip that back over to the Pirates' side of the field with 9.51 to play in the second quarter. Of course, the, like Jerry just mentioned, 14-13 the score over uh, with Frisco Reedy leading uh, Lake Dallas. We do have a flag on that play. The flag is at about the 44-yard line, and we'll see the refs are talking this one over. We'll see. It's probably going to be on the return or after the kick, maybe holding We'll see. It should back up the Pirates. That'll help out the Falcon defense just a little. Of course, the, the Pirates have been able to move the ball tonight, uh, which is really not something we expected. They only got seven points to show for it. I'm, I'm sure at the, on the, the Pine Tree side, they're really disappointed that only having seven points, the way they've been able to move the ball when they've had it. But the red zone defense for the Falcons have really, has really done a great job tonight, and they've really uh, dug down deep when the Pirates have made their way into the red zone. So the penalty is going to be on Pine Tree. They're going to mark that off. Looks like a 10-yard penalty. Actually, yeah, 10-yard penalty for holding. So it's going to be backed up to the 34-yard line on the Pirates side of the field, and that's where they'll take over. 
Of course, like I said, we'll try to bring you the Pride of Falcon Nation band. The only downside might be that there's somebody sitting right next to our field mic. And there's a, if you look at the flag right now, there's a pretty good gust coming right at the mic. So if it sounds good and we're, we're able to give it to you, we'll give it to you. That sounded really bad. <laughs> In motion <laughs> comes Devon, Devon Coleman. He'll take the jet sweep. He's got a lot of room to run. He's got to beat Willie Thomas. They're in a foot race. The 25-20, Willie's trying to get to him at the 5. He lunges for the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown, Pirates. The jet sweep goes for 66 yards and a touchdown. And that has been the Achilles heel to this Falcons defense all year long. And even if they switch to the 4-3 tonight, they're still having problems with it. Devon Coleman, he's a quick young man. I tell you, he's a junior for the Pirates, so they'll have him another year. A real athletic young man. It looks like he can find the, the holes in the seams pretty quickly. Now lining up for the extra point. Snap good. Holds good. Kick is up and also good. 25-14 to 14 with 9.39 to play in quarter number two. We'll be right back here with more Falcons football on KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. A pooch kick that's going to go out of bounds from the Pirates, so that'll be good field position to take over for the Falcons. Of course, that kickoff was another Forney Family Dentistry kickoff. Kickoff 2018 with a brand-new smile with Forney Family Dentistry. We'll see exactly where they're going to start this one. Of course, 9.39 to play in quarter number two. If you're here at the game here at Bruce Field listening in, and you might, if you happen, I know it's kind of a crazy thought, but if you happen to have a little towel with some Windex, come up here and wipe these windows down for us because I'm having a tough time looking out of here, and it's pretty annoying. <laughs> left mine in the car, Wally. Sorry oh, about that. Oh, yeah, you brought it. You just left it. Yeah. You brought it in my car, which is the strange thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So they will take over at the 37. Their own 37-yard line is where Kobe will bring the offense back out on the field. And they come back out with the offense they started the game with, which is Corey Mayfield Jr. in the backfield. He'll go for motion from the backfield out to the left side. They're going to throw it to him. He'll pick it up at the 35, makes a man miss at the 40, still on his feet, and finally gets brought down by a couple of Pirates. A nice little throw and catch there out to the left flat, and it's good for a gain of six. And Corey Mayfield Jr. is such an incredible a young athlete. He's a UTSA commit. I think he's going to do a great job out there at University of Texas San Antonio. Just a very incredible young man. Now they move to the empty back set. Corey Mayfield Jr. will go play receiver. Kobe takes the snap. He's all alone in the backfield. Now facing pressure. He'll step up and run. The 45, the 50. The 45, the 40. Stays inbound. Puts his head down all the way down near the 30-yard line of the Pirates. 
and a big scramble run from Colby Suits, and that's a MCL construction first down. For all your commercial construction needs, check them out at mclconstruction.com. You know, once you break that first level of defense, because the defensive backfield playing so tightly to the receivers, you got a lot of room to run. Kobe in the shotgun. This time he's going to hand it off to Corey Mayfield Jr. He's got the left edge, picks up a big block from Jaden Brown and leaps a defender along the sideline. I think the defender actually grabbed his ankle, was able to bring him down, but he did get all the way up over the top of him. And then we got flags after the play, and I'm going to bet that this one's on Pine Tree. That defender didn't like that he got leaped over, and so he took his Mayfield's foot and kind of threw it up in the air. Did you see the block there from Jaden Brawl, though? It was a nice block on that edge and laid out the defender that uh, was able to give Corey Mayfield Jr. the room to run. But it looks like Jackson Ennels is a little maybe upset with the call. He had kind of talked to the official real quick and kind of threw his hands out like, hey, what what I do? So I'm interested to see what this call is from the White Hat. You know, knowing the officials, it'll probably be one of those little lame and sports not kind of Conduct penalties on both sides when it's really one side that did the, the most damage. <laughs> you know, and I, like I said, when all I saw was the defender get up and kind of throw <laughs> Mayfield's foot that he had in his hand. That's all I saw. So I would assume it'd be on them, but we'll kind of wait and see. It's on the far side of the field, in the far corner, too, inside the 20-yard line. So we got a horrible ang angle at it. And they're going to mark it off back toward the Falcons. So there's a hold. No, he said dead ball foul. Oh, dead ball foul. Yeah. Okay. 15-yard dead ball foul penalty. It is a first down. It was after the play. So it is going to be first and 10, but it moves them back out to the 32-yard line. First and 10 from the 32 for Kobe in the offense. He's alone in the backfield. Shotgun all by himself. Two receivers to the left to the short side of the field. Three receivers to the right. Kobe looking for the snap. Under nine minutes to play. They take it. He looks, throws, complete in the slot to... Jaden Baral, he gets tackled as soon as he catches it, but it's a gain of seven on the play. Kobe's getting a lot quicker with his delivery. They're not taking as much time in the pocket. He's able to get the ball out real quick. He's facing pressure tonight from Pine Tree. Again, the same play, same throw, complete to Jaden Baral, makes a man miss. He's got the first down inside the 20. Again, just a quick throw to that slot to the left side. I don't think they're really covering it, and they keep throwing it over there. That's another MCL construction first down. For all your commercial construction needs, check them out at mclconstruction.com. Colby again, alone in the shotgun. This is when they've had their most success in this formation. He drops back. He looks pump fakes. Now he's looking deep over the middle. Intercepted by Pine Tree in the end zone. He's going to bring it out across the five. He's going to be dropped there by Jackson Ennels before he can make it to the 10, but the turnover stands. Interception there from Pine Tree. He was looking over the middle. Looked like to Jaden Baral and just threw it a little too far that time from Kobe, one of his rare bad throws of the year. And also just a good read there by the defensive back uh, player for the Pirates. He read Kobe's eyes real well and was able to make a good jump on the ball. But, you know, Kobe don't make those mistakes much. He's he's near perfect in that. And that was Jatavian easily on the interception. He picked it off in the end zone. He brought it out to the nine-yard line. So the Pirates, who have had some success moving the ball for much of the game in the first half, We'll get the ball back again, trailing by two touchdowns. In fact, really just trailing by a touchdown, two-point conversion, and a field goal. Jet sweep around the left side. They're going to fake that, hand it off to Jaden Smith. He's going to be picked up there by, at first, Casey Cornelius, and then a couple other Falcon players, including Willie Thomas, come out to help out, and Jaden Smith loses his helmet, and he'll have to come off the field for a play. Clock's at 7.45 in the first half here. 
It was a gain of just one in the play out to the 10-yard line. Brings up second down a nine for Pine Tree. Ball's on the right hash. They're going from right to left across the radio dial. Of course, I didn't even mention earlier, they're in their all-whites. North Forney in their blue jerseys, black pants, black helmets. Seidel keeps the snap. He's going to run around the right side. He's got almost the first down. We'll see where they mark it out. Near the 20-yard line, he had to get to the 20, or he had to get to the 19 to get the first. And they're going to say he got the 19, so it looks like a first down again for Pine Tree. But the refs are talking, we got a fly on that far side about where Seidel went down. So it could either be face mask or maybe holding. And it's going to be holding against Pine Tree. So the Falcons catch a break defensively there. So that'll back him up 10 yards. Back him up half the distance back. So that brings him back to the original line of scrimmage at the nine-yard line. So we've got second down and 10 from there. It's like nothing ever happened. <laughs> uh, Sidell is you know, able to, to, to move pretty well once it gets outside the pocket. He's gotten some good yards. Sidell fakes the handoff, looking over the middle. It's complete to Davon Coleman. Derek Holt was bearing down on him. You see, I can see it from here. He had the angle. He's just about a half step late from maybe even picking that one off or breaking it up. And they're going to give that one being enough for a pine tree first down. They'll move the chains. Time for another pristine express car wash of Forney quarterly scoreboard update. Driving today for a sparkling shine that is simply pristine. Of course, looking around for some of the other scores. 21-13, Frisco Reed leads Lake Dallas at halftime. Uh, another score that we're interested in. Walks a hatchy big over Everman, 35 to nothing with eight minutes to play in the second quarter. As Pine Tree takes a handoff up the middle, still on his feet. Finally, we get a whistle. A gain of almost five on the play there from, I believe that is, oh, that's number 23. I forgot his name already. <laughs> that is, oh, yeah, how can I forget his name? <laughs> Sylvandin Stewart. Stewart on the carry for a gain of five out to the 25-yard line. Uh, South Oak Cliff. Leads 13-0 over Sigaville with 11 minutes to play in the second quarter. Sulphur Springs trails Lovejoy 21-14 with over eight to play in the second quarter. Mansfield Legacy up big over Burleson. They were shutting them down 21-0 with over nine minutes to play in the quarter number two. Again, Seidel on the keeper up the middle. He's going to have almost first down yardage again as he keeps the handoff. Another first down, six minutes to play in the second quarter. 25-14, the Falcons do lead. They were driving the filler last possession before Colby threw an interception in the end zone, and now come the Pirates back the other way. And they've been able to move the ball too, Jaron. Yeah, they definitely have, and, and have done it kind of a variety of ways. First and 10, ball in the 32. They've had pretty good balance. They've done a lot of their uh, things through the air across the middle of the field, a lot of slants. Sidell looking for the snap and the shotgun. He'll take it. He'll keep it. Cuts up the middle of the field. Gets met there. And he'll have a gain of maybe a yard on the play as it gets out to the 34. But good adjustments by the Falcon defensive coach and staff, and I think we'll see even uh, better adjustments after uh, halftime. Because, again, as we've said it several times, the coaching staff always does a good job at making the necessary adjustments, especially on the defensive side. Coming up on the five-minute mark left in the second quarter. Pine Tree faces a second down and a long eight from their own 34. Now Coleman will come in motion from left to right. They're going to give him the handoff on the jet sweep, and he's going to get brought down in the backfield. And is that Cliff Funderburg? It is Cliff Funderburg coming back to make a play, a loss of almost five on the play. He came back. Finally, somebody shuts down that jet sweep. Pine Tree's been trying it all night. They've been very successful with it. 
And this time, Funderburg beats his block. Comes back there to make a big stop. See, Pine Tree only has success when they move the ball laterally very quickly because the ends are really coming in pretty quickly. And Beeman and those guys are, are penetrating well. Under four and a half to play in the second quarter. It's now third and 13 for Pine Tree. Seidel draws back. They're trying to set up a screen. It's complete. Oh, and he breaks a tackle. It's Jaden Smith around the right sideline. He's got the first down. The 45 knocked out of bounds by Glenn Delahaz. Javon McKenzie reaching Dobin. Almost had the tackle for uh, uh, no gain, but was not quite able to. He, he had to clip his shoe on the back side, clip his cleat. But Jaden Smith runs all the way down to the 35, I believe. But do we have flags on the play? No, they're just going to say he stepped out of bounds back at the 44. You know, Sidell got that ball out of his hands just in time because he was laid out right as the ball came out of his hands. It was well set up and it called at the right time a big play for Pine Tree. Coleman comes in motion from left to right. Sidell turns and hands it off to Jaden Smith. He's going to get dropped for a loss. KC Cornelius from his linebacker position comes up. Makes a play, a loss of two. I found out this week that my mom is, uh, she actually works with KC's mom at the city of Dallas. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. She was like, yeah, you know, one of my workers works. She's a manager. One of my workers, uh, son plays on the team. I thought, okay, he's probably somebody I've, I've never heard of. And she's like, uh, his, his last name is Cornelius. I was like, oh, yeah, that's KC. Yeah, <laughs> we call his name quite a bit. I want to remind you that Pantry will get the ball coming out of the half. So a pretty important fact there. Three and a half to play. Seidel takes a snap, and we're going to have flags on the play before the play starts. A false start on Pine Tree. 25 to 14. The Falcons do still lead. It's been a sloppy game uh, for the Falcons, to say the least. They've missed two extra points. They failed on a two-point conversion. Uh, they Defensively, they've given up some big jet sweeps. They haven't played very good defensively at times. Uh, then even offense, they were great the first couple possessions, and then Kobe throws that interception late in that one. And another one, I think there was possession before that, they had to punt, you know, facing a fourth down and 14 back in their own territory. So things are really bogged down here for the Falcons. Uh, but they do, like I said, they do still lead 25-14 to 14 with three and a half to play in the second quarter. It's a crazy and crazy time. You know, it's been a crazy week. Uh, first time in the playoffs for a long time. You know. Seidel takes the snap, fakes the handoff, throws right, it's complete. Setting up a little wide receiver screen. And that's J.J. Sparkman. He'll have a gain of about five. Uh, it'll be out to the 46 to the, of the Falcons. That still brings up third and 12. Coach Jackson not happy about something. I think there was some extracurricular things going on that didn't get called. Or maybe the linemen were just a little too far down the field or something. Under three to play. And another big third down. Last time they the Pine Tree faced it on, a, on this possession, they threw a screen pass that went for about 30 yards. Seidel in the shotgun. Jane Smith, the running back to his left. He'll hand it off to Jane Smith. They're going to run in reverse. Back around the left side is Devon Coleman. The 40-yard line. He's going to get just obliterated by Derek Holt. Oh, my goodness. How is Coleman alive? <laughs> he was able to stand back up. Wow. Holy moly. I think I felt a radiation go down my spine. And oh. <laughs> they needed – I know Coleman got up like nothing happened. He's clapping his hands. He's walking around like he's fine, but – God, somebody needs to check on that guy. Oh, my goodness. He tried to cut it up in the little crease because Mayfield Jr. was out here playing quarterback, and he had the edge set. And so uh, Coleman was trying to cut up right behind him and try to beat Holt to that, that spot, <laughs> and he didn't. Let's just say that. He didn't. Two minutes to play, and they're going to let the, the play clock run down before they call a timeout. So with 158 to play in the second quarter, facing a fourth and four, in the Falcons' territory, 
Pinetree will take a timeout. Falcons lead 25-14. to 14. You're listening to Camp and Wise Sports, True Texas Radio. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons. Keeping it court. 158 to play in the second quarter. 25 to 14, the Falcons lead. It's a little closer than we thought. Uh, to, to, to keep in a little bit of a couple other scores we want to look at uh, from the Pristine Express Car Wash Shafforni quarterly scoreboard check. Uh, Lake Ridge, Mansfield Lake Ridge beating Centennial High School 21 14. These are all Division One. Uh, playoffs, so we won't actually see these teams, but kind of keeping an eye on. Uh, Mesquite Poteet in our uh, district mate, 21-16 the lead over Marshall. It's a little over six minutes to play in the second quarter. And then, of course, Highland Park uh, we'll get to in a minute. Fourth and four from the Falcon 38-yard line. Seidel takes the snap. He's waiting for the receiver to open up. He's going to try to run it. Buckley Frost says, no, sir! He was, it was a run pass option, an RPO. Seidel was kind of holding on to it, holding on to it, looking down the field as he was sliding left, shuffling left. The receivers never opened up, so he was going to take off and run. And about that time that he decided to do that is right about the same time that Barclay Ford popped out from the other side of his block and just ate up Seidel. What an incredible effort by an incredible young man. I tell you, he just does a great job, and when he does it, he does it with all he's got. And Seidel felt that. A minute 53 left to play in the first half. Like Jeremy mentioned earlier, Pine Tree will receive the second half kickoff. And so it might be imperative that North Forney score a touchdown here. They got the ball in the right hash from their own 41-yard line. Three receivers set up to the right side. Calvin Robert, the running back. They'll throw it right complete to Jordan Carroll. He's got some blockers set up. He's got some room to run. Puts his head down. He's got across the 45 of Pine Tree. A first down. Gets out of bounds. Stops the clock with a minute 47 to play in the second quarter. Chains are moving. Colby in the shotgun. He's got Calvin Robert to his right. Again, the same formation. Three receivers set up to the right side. They got a tight end set up on the left. They're going to hand it off to Calvin. Calvin pushes his blocker in the back, says, come on, let's go. He gets his head <laughs> down. He's out to the 37-yard line. Good for a gain of almost seven. And we're going to have a timeout, looks like, from Pine Tree's side. A timeout from the Pirates. A minute 36 to play the second quarter. The Falcons are driving, and they lead 25-14. to you're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at forneyairandheat.com. We're back to action here at Bruceville for playoffs round one between the Falcons of North Forney and the Pirates of Pine Tree. Falcons lead 25-14. We talked about we would get to the Highland Park score. They actually play tomorrow at the Ford Center at the Star against the Texas, Texas, or the Texas High School Tigers. It's Texarkana, Texas. Second down and four, Kobe. It takes the shotgun snap, picks it up low off the ground, gives it to Calvin. Calvin puts his head down around the right side. 
Kind of gets contorted a little bit, but he does have the first. A minute and a half to play. The bands are kind of making their way to the, each sideline. Yeah, the band's not on the field yet. <laughs> they got an unbalanced line to the Falcons. Now they're going to throw it over to the right, the same play we had earlier to Jordan Carroll. He breaks, trying to break a tackle, puts his head down. He's going to have a gain of almost eight on the play, maybe nine. They're running the unbalanced line where they take the uh, the left tackle and run him over to the right side, and then have the, the tight end play, basically play tackle on the left. And now they're going to even. Now they're going to run it back again. Three three linemen to the right side of the center. They turn, hand it off to Calvin. Calvin puts his head down and gets slung to the ground inside the twenty yard line. But he does have a first down. Clock will stop for the move of the chains. A minute to play in the first half. Falcons have two timeouts. Hopefully they won't have to use either one of them, but they do have them at their disposal. Kobe again in the shotgun. Three receivers to the right. Still the unbalanced line to the right. Kobe fakes the handoff. He's looking, he's looking. Throws right. End zone. Just past the reach of Jaden Barral, who was well covered. 48 seconds to play. 25-14. Falcons still lead. Of course, uh, Pine Tree will get the kickoff to start the second half, and at halftime we'll have the 40 Air Halftime Show. If you're having troubles with uh, heating or air conditioner, call 40 Air at 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. And tell them you heard about it right here on KFNY True Texas Radio. Kobe looking right again. It's complete to Jordan Carroll near the right sideline. Caught at the 10-yard line. They'll tackle him there. 40 seconds left to play in the first half. North 40. Not using a timeout. They're going to walk up. Oh, oh. As soon as I say that, they call a timeout. 36 seconds left to play in the first half. Falcons call a timeout. They're driving at the 10-yard line. We'll be right back. See if they can score. KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Gaston Gray, Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Gaston Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Just 36 seconds left to play in the second quarter. The Falcons are up 25-14 to 14 over the Pirates. And the Falcons have the ball at the Pirate 10-yard line where it's first. Actually, they're going to say third and less than a yard from the 10. Colby's going to keep the handoff. He puts his head down. He's inside the five-yard line. That will be a first down, and it'll make it first and goal. The clock will stop for the chains to move and the, the marker to get set back up. The Falcons are already back to the line of scrimmage. They're, they're ready to go. Kobe looking to the sideline. He'll bark, it now, bark his play out to his offensive lineman now. Calvin Bears, the running back to his left. And Pine Tree's trying to run some players out there on the field, and now there's some confusion. The clock's not moving. But nobody's called the timeout. And the ref's kind of throwing his hands up like, I don't know what's going on. Looks like they are going to call when it looks like. I guess Pine Tree is going to call a timeout. Now the refs are saying, hey, I think he's calling a timeout. Now they're <laughs> kind of talking it over with each other. In typical ref fashion, they don't really have a clue what's going on. 
<laughs> now it looks like they're acting something out too. So no. now they're saying no timeout. <laughs> the, the timeout has declined. <laughs> We're not going to give it to you. So 31 seconds left. The clock has not started yet. It'll probably start on the referee's command. And there it goes. First and goal from the five. Colby in the shotgun. Three receivers bunched up around the right for, uh, right sideline. They're going to throw to the end zone. Almost picked off by Pine Tree. Colby threw that one dangerously. There's not a whole lot of room. It's the short side of the field. They had three receivers all lined up outside the numbers down there. They still try to throw one in the corner. There's just so much traffic down there. I wouldn't mind them uh, maybe taking Colby or Calvin and running around the left side, but they've got a lot of space out there. Nobody's out on that side. They've got one outside linebacker that, you know, if Calvin picks him up or something on the on the direct snap to Colby, they they have an easy touchdown waiting for them. When you have a, a tight end or H-back, whatever, on the far end of the line that could pick that guy up. Colby takes the snap, keeps it. He'll run around the right side, puts his head down, pushing the pile, pushing the pile. He's going to be stopped about half a yard short, and North Forney will have to probably call a timeout here, and they will. Timeout from the Falcons. 15 seconds left in the first half. They're knocking on the door inside the one-yard line. Falcons 25, Pirates 14. We'll be back with right after this. KPY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Just 15 seconds to play in the first half. Colby just had a, a quarterback keeper that he kept up the middle, got all the way down inside the one-yard line, but couldn't make it, so they had to call a timeout. North Forney still does have – no, they're out of timeout, so if they don't – Get into the end zone or out of bounds here. That will be it. It will probably run out of time. I don't know if they'll have time to get back to the line of scrimmage again. But it's third and goal from the one-yard line for the Falcons. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Kobe runs up under center, takes a direct snap. They're pushing the pile, pushing the pile. They better get this one in. Time's going to run out either way because they're going to have to sort this out. And they're going to say he didn't get it. So they're going to have to run back to the line of scrimmage again. The coaches on the far side are upset because the, the clock – Stop for a second. There's five seconds left on the play clock. Kobe runs up under center again, takes a snap. Pushing the pile, pushing the pile, pushing the pile. This time they fall through for a touchdown as the clock expires in the first half. And the Pine Tree coach is so upset. But it's going to count for the Falcons right as the buzzer expires for the first half. Yeah, they're excited saying that the clock didn't start quick enough. It's 31-14. Kobe's going to set up for the extra point. It's a high snap, but he does get it down. The extra point is up, and this one is good. 32-14, the Falcons lead over the Pirates. And now it's time for the Forney Air Halftime Show. We'll be back with that right after this. You're listening to KFY Sports True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. 
These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. We're back with the Forney Air Halftime Show. If you're having troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and tell them you heard it right here on KFNY, True Texas Radio. Here in just a few minutes, we will bring to you the Pride of Falcon Nation band, and that'll be brought to you by our friends over at Award Music and Terrell. Right now, the Pine Tree Band is out on the field. Have no idea what they're called. Uh, the score at halftime, though, is thirty-two to fourteen. Falcons lead. It was a very eventful play right before the end of the half. In fact, it was the end of the half. Uh, the Falcons had the ball at the one-yard line. Ran a quarterback sneak with fifteen seconds left. They're out of timeouts. Remind you at this point. Running quarterback sneak, don't get in. Somehow they unpile, but the clock stopped at ten or stopped at eleven seconds for probably just two or three seconds, but it stopped for a little bit, and that's what got the the, the Pine Tree uh, head coach uh, Carrie Lane irate because the Falcons were able to get another playoff with about five seconds. They snapped it with about five seconds left. Colby another quarterback sneak from under center. This time they do get in the end zone. The clock expires as he crosses the line of scrimmage. The touchdown does stand, and it's 32-14. That's the halftime lead here from Bruce Field in playoffs round number one. Jaren, so far, how do you feel? I mean, that was that's a little different than what we kind of expected it to go. Pine Tree's been able to move the ball down the field just about every time they've got the ball, but a couple of different times that the Falcons stood up big on third short, fourth and short, uh, and caused some turnovers on downs. Other than that, Pine Tree's been able to move the ball, but the Falcons' offense has, has been in high gear once again. Oh, no doubt. You know, I am a little surprised by the uh, how the Pirates have been able to advance the ball, but as we said, I, I feel like the defense is going to make the necessary adjustments, and we really saw them make some good adjustments throughout, especially with the second quarter, so I think they'll be able to contain that a little bit. Devon Coleman's a, a really uh, just a special player, it looks like, who does real well for the Pirates, but I do feel like the Falcon defense are – is going to do a good job on containing those guys the second half. And the offense, you know, really, like I said, has been high gear. And you had a little bit of miscues just a couple, a few little times throughout the first half, but I believe they'll settle in and come the second half as well. Yeah, once again, 32-14, the halftime score. Uh, of course, the Falcons took the ball uh, on their first possession, came out. <laughs> it was a really a trick play, not even a formation. And basically what they did is, you know, before every, before the possession starts every time, whether it be offense or defense, uh, the team, the, the unit, will kind of huddle up on the side, right next to the sideline. They're on the field, but right next to the sideline, kind of huddle up, talk to the coaches, go over some stuff right before they go out uh, to, to, for the next play. Well, this time they were all kind of huddled up there, but the coaches and the other players had already moved off the field. They were close to them. They were huddled right next to them, but they were off the field. Uh, Jordan Carroll runs over. Like he's going to go line up on the far side of the field as his normal receiver position, like always. 
But on his way over there, stops, pick up the, picks up the ball, throws it over to Corey Mayfield Jr., who's got a, the whole huddle of blockers set up. He runs it all the way down to the 10-yard line. Calvin runs a play, and then Kobe keeps it on the next one for a touchdown. And then, of course, the next time they got the ball, Corey Mayfield Jr., deep over the middle, he's having a pretty big game. Uh, and just like that, the Falcons are, once again, off and running, and it's been like that most of the first half. Yeah, you know, and again, and they've also done some looks that we haven't seen much uh, throughout the first half. Of course, the uh, throughout the season, of course, the play to start things off. But even somewhere they've had uh, some of the receivers place and some of the formations have been a little bit different. Of course, you know, you got teams that have uh, been watching you on film all season or have your whole season's worth of film. So you definitely want to try some things that are a little different that teams haven't seen uh, so far. Yeah, and, and it, like we kind of mentioned a couple times in the first half, it was really sloppy. Sloppy play, you know, even the offense kind of got a little sloppy towards the end of the half uh, before scoring that touchdown. But the defense, they've been giving up those jet sweep plays, a couple of De Devon Coleman. They had a couple of deep slamps that they were giving up for big first downs. Uh, just kind of having a hard time stopping the Pine Tree offense, except for the third and fourth shorts uh, that they would face deep down the field. But uh, other than that, the Pine Tree was able to move the ball. A couple of times on offense, they you know had a guy come out later on the extra points. They had guys come out late to North Forney. They missed two of the extra points of the first three touchdowns. The other one, they went for two, didn't get it. Uh, Coach Jackson, even though they're up 32 to 14, he has a lot to to, to talk about and to uh, to harp on at halftime in the locker room. And this is kind of what you know really. Uh, this is really how I thought this game might go. Uh, I didn't think Pine Tree would be able to move the ball as well as they have. But I thought North Forney would be a little bit jittery, you know, a little bit sloppy coming out in the first half. Uh, their first ever playoff game for all these guys, just inexperienced. And that's why it's good to kind of get opponent opponent like Pine Tree that you can uh, have those those miscues and still be up 32-14 to 14 at halftime like they are here. Well, definitely, even in the first half, they've got a lot of things to learn from. And, and if they are to make it, you know, past this week, which I believe they will, a lot of things to study and work on, you know, throughout the week as they prepare for their week. Uh, two or second round playoff opponent, so definitely some things uh, that they can can just build on and work on. But um, again, I think we'll see some good adjustments here in the second half. Uh, to take some others to look at around at some other scores uh, from the rest of five A Division Two Region Two, uh, we've got Frisco Reedy at halftime over Lake Dallas twenty one thirteen. Of course, that was an earlier start. They started at seven o'clock. Uh, a couple other scores. Waxahachie at halftime, beating Everman 45 to nothing. Of course, Waxahachie could be an opponent here in the next couple of rounds for North Forney. Uh, South Oak Cliff, Dallas South, South Oak Cliff, beating another Dallas school, Sigaville, 13 to nothing. Lovejoy up 28 to 14 at halftime over Sulphur Springs. That's kind of a, a game that we like to keep an eye on because A, Lovejoy's in our district, and B, Sulphur Springs was an opponent that a lot of people thought North Forney would face heading into the last week of the season before a couple things kind of worked out differently. Uh, Mansfield Legacy, 35 to nothing at halftime over Burleson. They're putting the hammer down on them. Um, what else we got? Then, of course, from the other night, not that we'll have to face them for a while, thankfully, but Alito just spanked Fort Worth Riders 72 to 13 in a game that was not even close. Another game that happened last night that is more directly uh, – Involved with North Forney, Frisco Lone Star, 41-16 over the Colony and a big win for them. And Kimball High School beat Woodrow Wilson, 35-14. Those are some of the other scores from around the rest of Region 2, Division 2. And uh, like I said, the, the opponent that Forney could 
that North Forney could play next week would be the winner, if they win tonight, would be the winner of Lake Dallas and Frisco Reedy. So we'll keep an eye, a very close eye on that one. And once again, it's Reedy leading at halftime 21-13. to 13. We've got some work to do in this second half, Jaron. You know, the score, like I said, if you just kind of looked online and you saw the score, you heard us talking about 32-14. to 14. Man, they're putting spanking on. But they had that turnover. The North Forney forced, uh, forced a fumble on the kickoff return. On one of the uh, on one of the kick the the kick returns from Pine Tree, but once again they stopped him twice deep inside their own territory, on third and short and fourth and short two times. If they don't do that, this game is probably a 38-28 game at halftime instead. For sure, and, and again, as far as adjustments go in the second half, I think uh, you know a lot of times in the second half we see the Falcons go more to running the ball, chewing up clock. I don't think we'll see that, especially in the third quarter. I think they'll do some things to really try to get the ball downfield, put some more points on the board. Uh, we may see uh, the defense dial up a little bit more pressure um, again, but Seigel's getting out of the pocket quickly, and uh, he's able to get some yards. So I know they'll look at ways to contain him once he gets out of the pocket as well. 397 total yards for the Falcons in the first half, 295 for Pine Tree. Passing through the air for the Falcons, 218. Uh, Kobe did have that one interception. He's 10 of 15 through the air. Rushing-wise, the Falcons have 179 yards on the ground on 16 carries, uh, but Pine Tree has 197 yards on the ground. A couple of those jet sweeps accounting for those have some big plays for them. Uh, and then each team does have a turnover. Passing-wise, of course, Kobe, he has 176 yards in a touchdown uh, because, of course, that was Jackson Ennels who had the wide receiver pass for a touchdown to Corey Mayfield Jr. That went for 42 yards. Rushing-wise, Corey Mayfield Jr., 87 yards on the ground for him. I think one of those are going to count for him be catching that lot, the pass behind the line of scrimmage or behind Kobe. Uh, Kobe has 74 yards of his own rushing. He's got three touchdowns on the ground, and then Calvin has 18 yards rushing. Corey Mayfield Jr., to go along with his 87 yards rushing, 130 through the air. He's got 130 receiving, two touchdowns receiving as well. Jackson Ennels, 34 yards. Jordan Carroll, 33 yards. Jane Brawl, 13 yards. Barkley Ford, another eight. On the Pine Tree side, 98 yards passing from Wade Seidel, who a lot of those yards came on big third and longs, a couple of them that he was able to complete probably about half of those yardage. He's got 98 yards and a touchdown. Rushing-wise, like we kind of talked about, it's pretty spread out. Uh, Devon, Devon Coleman on those jet sweeps has really killed the Falcons. 97 yards and a touchdown. Seidel, when he keeps it, 61 yards. Jaden Smith, another 30. Sylvandon Stewart, 8. And Kashawn Williams, kind of their power back, who they'll bring in for the uh, more of the wildcat on their short yardage situations, has one yard, and that's what's helped uh, North Forney jump out to this lead. Receiving, J.J. Sparkman, 45 yards. Stewart, 26. Kashawn Williams, 16 yards and a touchdown. And Devon Coleman, 11 yards. That's where we stand at the end of the first half. Uh, Stat-wise, going forward, Jaron, what are some of the adjustments that North Forney needs to make to be able to keep this lead and, and go on and take round number one? You know, like I said a while ago, defensively, I think they'll just need to find ways to uh, keep Sayel in the pocket and contain him laterally once he gets out of the pocket. And, again, you've got to keep your eye out for Coleman. He's such an explosive player. You don't want to give him space at all. Offensively, you know, I think keep changing things up. You know, uh, you know, keep uh, the defense on their toes. The Pine Tree defense has struggled uh, when they've uh, been on their toes. You know, the, the tempo quite hadn't thrown the defense off yet. I think maybe we might see uh, the Falcons be a little bit more aggressive with the tempo 
to try and throw those guys off a little bit more. Uh, they bring pressure. They bring pressure a lot. And uh, But what's interesting is uh, the Falcons have been most successful in the empty set. So I don't know if that's because things are more spread out. The box isn't quite as loaded. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how they continue to do that. And so, yeah, I really think the offense will find their stride. And I very much believe the defense will make the necessary adjustments to contain the Pirates. Well, I'm glad you kind of mentioned, you know, their offense and the, the, some of those formations. You know, they, they started out with a couple of trick plays. They started out with the empty back. And then at one point they went back to what is more their, their, uh, their normal formation, which is Calvin in the backfield next to, uh, next to Colby in the shotgun with the running back back there. And then an H-back to either the left or the right side of the offense with two receivers to one side and one to the other. When they did that, though, they, that's when they stalled out and had to punt the ball on fourth and long. Uh, and, and then again, they, I think they turned it over on that other one that they did the same thing too. But when they've gone empty back set or they've kind of done, done a weird formation one way or the other, that's when they've really had some success, whether it's Kobe keeping it, whether he does some quick slants to, to Jane Brawl, whether they throw you know use Corey Mayfield Jr. out of the backfield. Uh, one way or another, those empty back sets have really, really worked uh, for the Falcons, and I would expect them to use, uh, use those a lot more going in the second half too. Yeah, I agree with you. And, again, I think the thing is when you uh, spread guys out like that and you have those empty back sets, the defense really don't know what to do and who to cover. And so, and the thing is, in those empty back sets, there's so many variations that the Falcons do in moving guys around and how they place guys. So, I think we'll see more of that. Well, and then defensively, kind of like you mentioned, I think towards the end they, they started to get a little bit better handle on the, uh, on the jet sweep. I think they'll have to, to figure something out about that. You know, that's, that's why they moved to the 4-3 in the middle of the season – uh, anyways, back when Wiley East torched them for 60-plus points, and then the next week Highland Park torched them for 60-plus points, they knew they needed to make a, a, a change because they were getting beat around that edge on the, some jet sweeps and some and some running back sweeps that way. Uh, and so they changed from the 3-4 to the 4-3, and they've been a lot better ever since. They haven't really given up any of those big jet sweep plays, but tonight they have. And I think towards the end, Cliff Funderburg, Casey Cornelius, uh, Roby Robinson came up from those outside linebacker positions and kind of clamped down, and they're going to have to do that because it's it really comes up to those guys, those outside linebackers, those defensive ends, to really seal off that edge and not let them get outside because once they do, there's just nobody else out there, so they'll have to figure out something for that. For sure, and I think those guys maybe were challenged a little bit and said, hey, you guys really need to contain that and do a good job. So we saw them really step up. Cliff made some great plays. Barclay did a great job in pressuring the quarterback. And so, you know, I think we'll see some great advancements. All right. Well, now it is time for the Pride of Falcon Nation band, and that is presented to you by our friends over at Award Music. For all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. We will see you on the other side of this performance from the Pride of Falcon Nation band, and we will bring you the start of the second half, including the second half kickoff, from KVY Sports True Texas Radio. Miss J.C. Castillo, Junior Line Officer, Miss Brianna Hamilton, and Junior Line Officer, Miss Hannah Schaefer. Sapphire Strutter of the Week is Miss Angelina Kiraku. Please enjoy as the Sapphire Strutters will perform a jazz high kick routine to Seven Nation Army.
your Sapphire Strutters. That was the Sapphire Strutters with the music being brought to you by the Pride of Falcon Nation Band. Again, their performance brought to you by Award Music. So the Pride of Falcon Nation getting ready to come out. So our friends at Award Music, for all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. So we'll turn it back to the Pride of Falcon Nation Band here in the 40-year halftime show. Ben Dennis and Abby Rowe. Tonight, the Pride of Falcon Nation will be presenting their 2017 Spirit Show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, North Forney High School is proud to present the award-winning Pride of Falcon Nation.
gentlemen, give it up for your North 40 High School Pride of Falcon Nation. That was the Pride of Falcon Nation band brought to you by Award Music. For all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with your 40-year halftime show here on KFMY Sports True Texas Radio. As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. We are back at Bruce Field for the start of the second half. I'm a little out of breath because I had to climb the stairs. I'm too fat and out of shape to be doing that. They don't really have an <laughs> awesome working elevator here. Uh, let's check on a couple of those other scores from around the rest of the Region 2. Of course, the main one we keep, want to keep an eye on is Frisco Reedy against Lake Dallas. And Reedy leads that one 28-16 midway through the third quarter as both teams are making their way out onto the field here. Uh, another score, of course, 45-0 at halftime. Walks the Hatchie over Everman. 20-0 Sock over Sigaville. 28-14 Lovejoy over Sulphur Springs. And Mansfield Legacy 35-0 over Burleson. And then, of course, scores from last night. Alito beat Ryder, Fort Worth Ryder, 72-13. Frisco Lone Star beat the Colony, 41-16. And Kimball beat Woodrow Wilson, 35-14. 32-14 is the score here. Falcons lead the Pirates. Appreciate everybody that's tuning in that couldn't make the trip out all the way out here to Athens. It was a little, little bit of a drive. The KFNY sports team, we all made the trek out here together. We all caravaned out here in one vehicle, and it was eventful to say the least. Oh, yeah. Had some good laughs. <laughs> Learned a lot about each other. Not really. <laughs> I don't want to know more about you guys. Yeah, we're good, guys. We are good. <laughs> the Falcons will be ready to kick this one off. Of course, they received the opening kickoff of the game. Carlos Rodriguez will do the kicking duties. 
Of course, a Forney Family Dentistry kickoff. Kickoff 2018 with a brand-new smile with Forney Family Dentistry. He'll kick this one. It's going to bounce through the back of the end zone for a touchback. So the 20-yard line is where the Pirates will start the second half. Rodriguez has pretty much done that every kick uh, off tonight. It looks like they saw something in film and preparation. That, that's kind of where they wanted to put it. You know, we were uh, he was doing a lot of the squib kicks. It really started to do that very well as the season progressed. But looks like he's going to that deep uh, kick in back the corner of the field and it's gone into the end zone the pass, I think, three times, not leaving much of a return option for the Pirates. And they will start with the ball on their own 25 with it being a touchback. Two receivers to the left and one to the right. Jane Smith is the running back to Sidell's left. He'll fake the handoff, throw it out. It's complete near the 30-yard line. Breaking a tackle out there is J.J. Sparkman across the 30-yard line. He's got a gain of six on the play. Out to the 31. Of course, in that first half, like we mentioned in the uh, 40 year halftime show, that it was those jet sweeps that, and those out, kind of those outside runs that were the nemesis for the Falcons early in the year. Kind of coming back to haunt them a little bit in the first half to the tune of at least two touchdowns from the Pirates. Here comes in motion. Coleman, they're going to fake it to him, hand it off to Jaden Smith, and he's going to get stopped there by Roby Robinson and a couple other Falcons. Devin Beeman on that stop as well. Great job by those guys. They're going to give him maybe a yard, and it's going to bring up third and three for the Pirates from their own 32-yard line. Willie Thomas had a part of that as well. If there's anything going on in the middle of the field defensively, Willie Thomas is going to have a part of it. He's going to have his hands on it, that's for sure. Seidel now gets the call from the sideline. He'll bark it out to the rest of his offensive line. Smith, the running back to his left. Seidel takes a snap, cuts it up the middle, keeps it. Still on his feet, near a first down marker. Depends on where they spot it. Looks like they're going to give him a good spot. Very favorable spot, it looked like. He needed to reach the 35 for the first, and he got the 35. It's a first down for Pine Tree. I've been pretty impressed with Seidel's running ability. Kind of one of those guys that we talk about quite a bit throughout the years. Kind of just got the vision, got the feel, a lot like the uh, quarterback for Poteet. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. He reminds me a lot of the quarterback from Poteet. doesn't look like an overly athletic guy, but he's got good vision, good football IQ. In motion again comes Coleman. They don't give it to him. They're trying to set up a screen on the backside. McKenzie's all over it. Barclay Ford chasing down Seidel. And there's going to be a big hit along the sideline on Seidel. And it looks like we're going to get another flag for that. Got a flag in the backfield probably for holding against Pine Tree, and then we're going to have a late flag. It's actually the hat of the head official who already threw his flag for the holding penalty. He's going to throw his hat for the late hit on Seidel on the sideline. He really got into the hat throw, too. He was pretty theatrical with it. It looked like Bar it was Barclay Ford chasing Seidel from behind. He wasn't the one who put the hit on. I couldn't tell who it was who put the actual hit on. Maybe, maybe Willie Thomas, somebody from that far side. So we'll kind of wait and see how they sort this one out. Great pursuit, though, by Barkley Ford. Yeah, he, he just about had a hand on Seidel before he was able to get rid of that one. It, the pass went incomplete. So as it stands right now, it's second down and 10 from the 35. But there's a penalty, it looks like, on each team. 10.30 to play in the first in the, uh, the thir third quarter. 32-14, to 14, that's the score at halftime. It still stands right now. We'll see if they. We'll see if they they mar the, So they're going to do is going to march off the ten and then march off the fifteen. I would imagine. So they march off the ten back to the twenty-five. Well, it looks like. Oh, they're going to say no penalty for roughing the passer. So I guess they're going to say that he was maybe still in bounds or something when he and he just got rid of it when he got hit. I thought he maybe had stepped out of bounds. So it, it, it kind of now that I think about it, it seemed like a legal hit. 
So that means that the holding penalty will stand against Pine Tree. That backs them up 10 yards, and they will be at set, uh, for, they'll repeat first down, first and 20 from their own 25. Seidel takes the snap. He's going to roll a little bit to his left, looks, throws, and it sails over his receiver's head incomplete. And it brings up second down and 20. You know, that's really one of the few throws that we've seen Seidel make towards the outside. Most of his uh, completions or, or attempts through the air have been across the middle, a lot of slants, little things real uh, close to the line of scrimmage. So he hadn't had to go downfield a whole lot. And like we said before the game, force those guys to do something that they're not comfortable doing. Second down and 20 from their own 25-yard line. Seidel now gives the commands to his offensive line. One receiver to the left. That's the short side of the field. Two receivers to the right. Seidel takes the snap, draws back. Facing some pressure, gets rid of it, and it's complete outside the 35-yard line. A nice throw on the outside that time. All the way out near the sideline where it was complete for a gain of 12. That's going to make it third and eight from the, their own 37-yard line. Pretty much the same play. As they previously ran, just a little bit better throw by Sadell. That was Trey Pruitt on the reception. And again, a third down and eight now. Falcons defense, the Falcons fans, Goonville getting on their feet. Sadell takes a snap, drops back, facing pressure from McKenzie. Kind of the step up the pocket. He's going to be dropped for a sack. Barclay Ford, Javon McKenzie, Devin Beeman all getting in on it. And McKenzie loves him some of that. Man, I tell you, that was a great pursuit. They just busted through the line of scrimmage here, and Seidel really didn't have a prayer. Really good pursuit there by the defensive front for the Falcons. Loss of nine on the play, and that will make the Pine Tree punt team come out, which is the first time we'll see that we've seen them all game. It's rare that we see the North 40 punt team before we see the opponent punt team, but that's where we're at. Almost blocked to get pressure back there. It's a high punt. It's going to bounce inside the 40-yard line, bounce past Corey Mayfield Jr. He's going to have time to pick this one up if he wants to inside his own 20. Nobody blocking for him. He's got to make something happen on his own. Gets outside the 25, near the 30-yard line. He'll be dropped at the 29. So that's better than inside his own 20. And that's where the Falcons will take over after really their first stop and forced punt of the game with nine and a half minutes to play in the third. Ball took a real aggressive roll there once it hit the turf. It rolled uh, pretty forcefully, uh, probably a good 15 to 20 yards. And so it was really difficult for Mayfield Jr. to pick up. So the fact that he got some decent – Positive yards out of that is, is a good thing for the Falcons, and they're starting in, in okay field position. Ball's on the left hash of their own 29. Kobe in the shotgun with Ribera to his left. He'll turn and hand it off to Calvin. Calvin's got a little crease up the middle of the field, breaks the tackle, still on his feet all the way out across the 40-yard line. That's good for a first down, and that's an MCL construction first down. For all your commercial construction needs, check them, at, check them out at mclconstruction.com. Back to the line of scrimmage. Colby takes a snap. Now he'll look, throw over. It's complete to Jackson Hill. He's got some blocker, blockers set up on the wide receiver screen. He's got a gain of eight out to the 49. Falcon offense almost caught the defense for a pine tree off guard there with that fast tempo. Again, coming to the ball quick. Again, Colby takes a snap. Again, hands it to Rivera. Calvin across the line of scrimmage. Got the, he has the first down all the way down to the 46. Falcons moving the ball again, under nine to play in the third quarter. They, they lead 32-14. to 14. They're doing what they do best, keeping the defense on their heels. They'll run a play action and take a shot here in a minute, I bet you. This time Kobe keeps the handoff. He's going to pick up some blocking around the left side, puts his head down, <laughs> runs over a defender near the out-of-bounds line. He's got another first down 
down to the 35 of the Pirates. Keeps the chains moving. His vision is so good, man. How he finds those seams and makes those cuts, such an impressive for a quarterback. Three receivers in the bunch formation to the left side of the <sighs> offense. Kobe takes a snap, hands it off to Calvin. Calvin, another five yards on the play, maybe six. Keep the clock rolling. Keep the chains moving here in just a minute. Down to the 30, that's to the 29-yard line. Kobe directing his players to get back to the line of scrimmage. They're running that unbalanced offensive line again. This time Kobe keeps it, puts his head down, and he's going to have about two on the play. They had trip receivers and kind of a bunch. And we're going to have a late flag on the play here. Coming from the linesman nearest us. I didn't see anything going on. So it'll be interesting to see what this call is. The ball is marked at the 27-yard line, which stands as a third and two right now for the Falcons. The refs are just inside the 30-yard line, kind of all talking to each other now. You can check on some other scores if you want to keep an eye on what the, the penalty might be. Of course, it's announced 28-23, Reedy over Lake Dallas with just under four minutes to play in the third quarter. So Lake Dallas closing in a little bit there. Waxahachie 52 to nothing. It's penalty against the Pirates. Looks like he'll march them back 10 yards. So that puts the ball now at the 15-yard line of the Pirates. And first and 10 from there for Colby and the Falcons offense. Chiapuzio comes in now to play some H-back. They still got two receivers to the left. And Calvin as the running back to Colby's left. Colby takes the direct snap, keeps it. Starter steps for hesitates for a minute. Now inside the 10, around the left side, runs into one of his own players. Now inside the five-yard line looking for the end wow. zone, but it will be stopped about two yards short. He wanted that pile on, and he ran into Jackson Ennels and kind of it actually kind of opened it up a little bit as he was able to bounce back that back in a little bit. Now we've got a down uh, player, a player down on the field for the Pirates. And with that, we will take a step away. 8-0-1 to play in the third quarter. It's 32-14 Falcons lead, and they're inside the five-yard line. We'll take a step away. It's KFMY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! It's first and goal from the three. It's an MCL construction first down for the Falcons. Lake We're Dallas is now ahead, 29 to 28. Sorry to interrupt you there, Wally. 97-yard touchdown for, for Lake Dallas. Kobe keeps the snap, and he's going to be met right at the line of scrimmage. Stops short of the goal line and brings up second down now. Lake Dallas leading 29-28 over Frisco Reedy, and that's with nine seconds left in the third quarter. And that, of course, will be who the Falcons will play next week if the Falcons do go on in advance to win this game. Kobe in the shotgun. 
Takes the snap, hands it off to Calvin. Calvin puts his head down, reaches across the goal line. He's got a touchdown, and the Falcons score again. Again, that's the Calvin Ribera special there. Just <laughs> puts his head down and just trumps over whoever is in his way. It's good to kind of see Calvin go back to uh, the, the staple Calvin here this second half. 7.27 to play in the third quarter. The Falcons have bumped their lead up to 38-14 with an extra point to come. Rodriguez teeing up at the 10-yard line to kick this one in. Through the uppers, it's a high snap. The hold is good. The kick is also up and good, and the ball goes all the way over the net. So with that, it's now 39-14. The Falcons lead deep in the third quarter. Listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylyntravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! Carlos Rodriguez is ready for another Forney Family Dentistry kickoff. Kickoff 2018 with a brand new smile with Forney Family Dentistry. And he's going to try an onside kick. It's going to bounce inside the 45, and Carroll couldn't quite get to it in time as it was bouncing right in front of him. He's kind of upset that he didn't get to it. It was set up perfectly, and I think it was a really still a pretty good kick there from Carlos. But it does get out of bounds, so... It'll be a penalty on the Falcons. It'll be excellent field position for Pine Tree. I was wondering if we'd see one of those. Hadn't seen quite as much the second half of the season. And now the rest are kind of talking about where to spot this one. You know, and that's what kind of something I was wondering. You know, as the, as the opponents would get better and they'd get smarter and they'd be more well coached, where they would, uh, or it, you know, if if they would keep trying to do that. And for the most part, they haven't. They've been kicking it off, whether it be a pooch kick, squib kick, or just letting Carlos kick it as far as he can. And uh, so it is kind of interesting to see that at this point. Probably trying to, to work on it for uh, maybe for next week or weeks later on. Hand off to Jaden Smith. He's met right away and just absolutely dropped by Devin Beeman, who blew through the line. And Smith could not es escape his grasp. You know the Falcons are glad to have Beeman back. He missed the West Mesquite game. Had an ankle injury, but is able to get back, and he looks like he's back to full Devin Beeman form. Just an incredible young man who really seals that front for the Falcon defense. A loss of one on the play. That brings up second down and 11. Ball on the Falcon 47. Wydell, the quarterback. He's got Jaden Smith as his running back to his left. He'll take the snap, fake the handoff, looking to throw left. It's complete, but it's going to be for a loss on the play. Coming up to make the stop was KC Cornelius. That was Kashawn Williams kind of from that H-back spot, just running in the left flat. Caught it and was already kind of starting to fall down, and KC Cornelius finished him off. It actually knocked off the helmet of Kashawn Williams. It was a little bit slow to get up. Has to go to the sideline to set the play out. And that's a loss of four there, a loss of three, and that makes it 
third and 14. The ball all the way back at midfield. Six thirty to play in the third quarter. Thirty-nine to fourteen, Falcons lead. Ball's on the left hash. Two receivers on that side as well. Wydell takes a snap. He's looking. He's looking. He's going to throw over the middle. Incomplete intended. And we're going to have a flag on the play for pass interference on Casey Cornelius. That was intended for J.J. Sparkman. And it looked like the pass was going to be overthrown anyways, and that's what the North Fournier coaches are arguing. Uh, they might have a decent argument for that, but there was holding on the play, so we'll kind of have to see how they're going to shake this one out. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if that was a catchable ball by any means. Well, they're going to say pass interference, so it'll be assessed, and that's a big, big break for Pine Tree as that was third and 14 from midfield. If they didn't get that, they were probably going to have to punt. But now they're going to get the automatic first down. I mean, maybe if their receiver was about 6'10", would that have been a catchable ball? But Maybe yeah. if they had the big lineman who's 6'5", 350 <laughs> out there running around. That would have been fun to now, watch. If he would have done that, that would have been impressive, I tell you. <laughs> so first and 10 now from the Falcon 38. Seidel in the shotgun. Takes the snap, hands it off to Williams, and he's met right away again. Devin Beeman is living in the backfield. He just blew up the offensive lineman. I think it's the center for Pine Tree. Now, you, you know, we've mentioned how those linemen, they're pretty big guys. And so you wonder if this second half, is they're starting to get a little slower, a little bit slower off the out of the stance, and that's why the defensive front for the Falcons are able to add a little bit more pressure. Lost a three on the play. Ball goes back out to the 41. That was Bailey Hughes who got blown up on that one. That is the center. Devin Beeman was about a half step away from taking the handoff himself. <laughs> Two receivers to the right. Seidel will roll out that way. He's going to look. He's going to turn. He's going to throw. It's over the head of the intended receiver. Incomplete. Well covered there by Chris Furlow and Casey Cornelius. And great coverage there by Cornelius and Furlow. And if the receiver would have caught that, he wouldn't have had much hope uh, of getting anything after the catch. It's going to bring up another third and long for Pine Tree. Last time they had this just a few plays ago, they got bailed out on a pass interference call. This, is this time it's going to be third and 13 from the Falcon 41. Pine Tree's got to get all the way down to the 28 to get a first down and move the chains. 527 to play in the third quarter. It's 39-14. Falcons on top looking to move on to the second round of the playoffs, but they still got some work to do here. Seidel drops back, being pressured. He's going to look deep. He's got a man inside the 10-yard line. It's incomplete. Intended for J.J. Sparkman, and that'll bring up fourth and 13. Deep in coverage was Glenn De La Haas and Roby Robinson. Corey Mayfield Jr. also, he was the guy with De La Haas right there, and Robinson came across the middle. So they all really were doing a great job and just great coverage there by the defensive backs. And the punt unit will come out for Pine Tree, doing the punting duties for the Pirates, number 81, Jimenez. The sophomore. And it looks like we're going to get a timeout. Yep, timeout Pine Tree with 5.20 to play in quarter number three. 39-14, Falcons lead. We'll be right back with the rest of it. KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guestin Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guestin Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons!
520 to play in the third quarter. Of course, it's the Falcons who are leading the Pirates of Pine Tree, 39-14. to 14. I always thought Pine Tree was an interesting name for a, a city. Pine Tree, like... Well, it's I know there's lots of pine trees out there. That's why I'm kind of like, okay. It's actually not the name of a city. It's just the name of the school. Uh, so I oh, don't okay. Know the, yeah, so I it's just the name of the school, yeah. So they're in Longview City Limits. Okay, well then I still stand by my case that it's a weird name oh, for yeah, school. Oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not backing off of that claim. <laughs> no, I, they're going to go for it on 4th and 13. Sidell draws back. He looks. It's complete to J.J. Sparkman in between a lot of traffic. And a big throw and catch, and it's a, a backbreaker there for the Falcons' defense as they give up a long fourth down, which they've done a couple times <laughs> this year, especially in that Lovejoy game, and it comes back to haunt them again here. And they were doing so well in their coverage, too. Really did a great job. And now it looks like we got a hurt Pine Tree player, J.J. Sparkman. Yeah, he got hit that hard. Kind of wobbly. And they're going to come out to check on him. So uh, we will take a step away as well. 5-12 to play. It's a first down for Pine Tree. From the 16-yard line, we'll take a step away. We'll be right back. It's Cape and Y Sports, True Texas Radio. As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at forneyairandheats.com. Five twelve left, and actually they're going to keep the clock moving. So we're coming up on five minutes left in the third quarter, thirty-nine to fourteen, Falcons lead. But Pine Tree does have the ball at the Falcons' sixteen-yard line with the first and ten. In motion from left to right comes Coleman. They're going to give it to him. He's going to have to be—he's going to try to turn up the field. And he's going to be dropped. Coming back into the backfield to make the play, Casey Cornelius, and that's something we talked about at halftime during that. Those outside linebackers on those jet sweeps, those outside runs are going to have to really come up and make those guys cut back and, and make them make plays up the middle of the field. KC Cornelius came up. He made the play that time and got the tackle for a loss of six, almost seven on the play. And they've really dialed up the pressure this second half. They've gone a little bit more aggressively after the backfield of the Pirates, and I really think it's proven well. Now, when you do that, you do open some things up in the, you know, in the defensive backfield, but in the secondary, but uh, they're really pursuing those guys well. Coming up on the four-minute mark now. Second and 17. Seidel draws back, throws, and I'm going to say that's incomplete. It's intended to receive around the 10-yard line, and they're going to say it hit the ground first. So that one's going to be no good. That's intended for Trey Pruitt. And so that's going to bring up another third and long. This will be the third time that the Pirates have faced a third down and more than 10 yards on this drive alone, and yet they're still moving the ball. Of course, the first time they had it third and long, they had a pass interference penalty that bailed them out. The next time it was actually fourth and long, and they converted it on a long pass play. Now here they are, third and 17, and they've got to get all the way down to the 11-yard line for a first. Seidel being pressured, having to roll out. He's got nowhere to go. He's going to try to turn back. He's going to try to run back across the field. Barclay Fort there. He's going to throw it. It's incomplete. All the way back across the field. He rolled out to the right, got to the sideline, then turned back. <laughs> he was at near midfield. 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Turned back, trying to hit Jaden Smith on the far side, and it bounced off his hands incomplete. Seidel must have been praying the whole time he was running because he had three guys breathing down his neck. How he was able to escape that is was pretty crazy. 
And it looks like we're going to bring the Philgo unit out for Pine Tree. Of course, Jimenez will do the kicking duty, so we'll kind of get a chance to see how, how, how strong his leg is here. He doesn't oh. get back far at all, if you notice that. No, just about a step or two back. The kick is up, and it looks like it's going to be no good to the right. Yeah, missed wide right. Had the distance, but missed wide right. 3.53 left in the third quarter. Falcons will take over. Ball at their own 22-yard line. It's time for the pristine Express Car Wash of Forney quarterly scoreboard update. Driving today for a sparkling shine that is simply pristine. Looking around the rest of the Region 2 playoff scoreboard. The game that we're keeping a big eye on, Frisco Reedy and Lake Dallas. 10-20 to play in the fourth quarter. Reedy back on top, 34-29 over Lake Dallas. That one's been back and forth. Of course, North Forney, if they continue to hang on to this win tonight, will face the winner of that Reedy-Lake Dallas game. And they're a little bit ahead of us as they're in the fourth quarter of play. Colby in the shotgun, turns, hands it off to Calvin. Calvin met right as he gets to the line of scrimmage and going to be dropped there after a gain of maybe a yard, yard and a half. So it looks like at the conclusion of our game, we should know. Um, we should know who the opponent is next week once we're done. And no matter who we play next week, it will happen at AT&T Stadium, which is, of course, the home of the Cowboys. And it'll be a Saturday, next Saturday after Thanksgiving at 4 o'clock. Pass out complete to Carroll. Carroll gets hit, but he does break a tackle and is able to gain the first down out to the 36-yard line. Very great catch and run there for Carroll. Great place ball by Kobe, of course, as well. Uh, just really good play. Back to the line of scrimmage again. Kobe gets it, throws it out. It's complete to Jackson. Knows around the left side, trying to put a stiff arm on, trying to spin away from a tackle. Gets hit by another Pine Tree defender, but he's out for a gain of eight, almost nine on the play. Just inching away those eight nines, eight yards, nine yards, and just eating up clock and eating up yardage. I bet that short little squatty ref is really tired having to <laughs> spot the ball for North Forney every time. Hand off to Calvin. He's got the first down out to midfield. Keep the chains moving for the Falcons. Under three minutes to play in the third quarter. They're up 39-14. to 14. That's an MCL construction first down as well. For all your commercial construction needs, check them out at mclconstruction.com. Another handoff to Calvin. He's going to have a gain of four. Maybe they'll give him five on that one. You know, we, we do see them going to the run a lot this second half, and I didn't know that we'd see that, but you know, relying on that they're, as they're bringing in some relief for their uh, – Defensive line there. Yeah, trying to get the defense off the field to, to get some rest. North Forney's really putting the pressure on them with this drive. North Forney can score here. That that might put a put a cap on this one. Kobe being pressured, rolls out to his right. He's got a man along the sideline. It's caught there by Carroll. Stays in bounds. Cuts back up the field. He's got the 30-yard line, a big first down. That's another MCL construction first down. And the Falcons continue to move the chains. He was by himself there. I don't even know the defenders knew he was there. Uh, they knew once he caught the ball where he was as they're getting ready to snap the ball already. Colby in the shotgun. He's got Michael Cordes and H back to the right side. Calvin, the running back, to his right as well. Two receivers to the left and one to the right. Ball's on the right. Hash coming up on the two-minute mark left in the third quarter. Colby takes the snap, fakes the handoff, steps up in the pocket, looks for Carroll down the field. He's got some, there's some, little, uh, some bumping going on down there, but the ball is a little bit out in front of Carroll incomplete. And that'll bring you up second down and ten. I don't know if the other one was catchable. You'd think that one was catchable too, but and a little less. Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for now. <laughs> to say about it, a little less uh, holding, I guess you could say. The, the one on North Point there was clearly holding. That one was just a little bump at the top of the route. I think Carroll wasn't too upset about it. Colby keeps this uh, read option. Now he's going to bounce out to the left side, 
and then gets pulled down from behind as he was waiting for something to set up. There's really just nothing there at all. And he gets back to the line of scrimmage, so that makes it third and ten now under two minutes to play in the third. North 20 wanting to get back to the line of scrimmage quickly again. And Carroll's going to come all the way from the right side, all the way to the left. He'll set up in the slot. He's in the slot. Jaden Brawl's on the numbers, and there to the sideline is Corey Mayfield, Jr. Colby takes a snap, drops back, being pressured out. He sets, throws, complete to Corey Mayfield, Jr. at the 15, the 10. Tackled at the 11-yard line. Colby did a nice job to kind of read the block of Cavalry Bear and get outside the pocket, reset, and throw a dart to Corey Mayfield, Jr. for a big first down. Another MCL construction. First down. Great read there. Great composure there by Kobe Suits. In the shotgun, he'll turn and hand it off to Calvin. Calvin trying to wait for something to open up. Squeezes through a little hole. He's got the five-yard line down to the four. Of course, that's uh, they, they gave him, I guess they gave him first and goal from that 10-yard line on the, the previous play. So that brings up second and goal now from the four. Back to the line of scrimmage again. Unbalanced offensive line to the left for the Falcons. Hands off to Calvin. Calvin. It's got some room to run for the end zone, but we are going to have a flag on the play. So it's a touchdown as it stands now. They're we'll not even the, signaling the touchdown, though. And that flag came from the back judge who's in standing in the end zone. That's where the flag came from. It'll be interesting what this call will be. Now the ref's kind of sorting this one out. The line judge didn't even signal a touchdown. It's like he goes, I don't know if I'm going to put my hands up. If <laughs> It's going to be called back. And it looks like we might get the call here in just a second. And he's actually going to come over and talk to Coach Jackson first. 54 seconds left in the third quarter, 39-14 Falcons lead. Checking some other scores as part of that, uh, as part of the Pristine Express Car Wash Afforni quarterly scoreboard update. 34-29, still a score. Frisco Reed leads late Dallas. Penalty is going to be against Pine Tree, which means the touchdown stands and the, we're going to have the extra point team come out on the field. Awesome. Okay, well, that was a very uneventful touchdown, but, hey, it's six points nonetheless. And Coach Jackson looked upset after he talked to the officials, so I thought it was coming against the Falcons, but, hey, that's good news. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you never know with Coach down there. <laughs> I think he just looks for reasons to get upset. <laughs> Rodriguez lining up for the extra point. Snaps good, holds good. Kick is up and through the uprights. 46-14, the Falcons lead with just under a minute to play in the third quarter. We'll be back with the rest of the third quarter and the start of the fourth right here on the KFNY Sports Network, True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. It's time for another Forney Family Dentistry kickoff. 
kickoff 2018 with a brand new smile from Forney Family Dentistry. Of course, after the personal foul penalty at the end of the touchdown play against Pine Tree, North Forney will kick off from the Pine Tree 45, and it's an onside kick. Bounces high into the air, and it's going to be picked up by Jackson Hittles. He'll pick it up out of the, out of midair. Uh, really, it was easy. That's probably the easiest onside kick he'll ever have. It's, and they're going like, to say that he's going to. The Falcons will take over at the 32 of Pine Tree. It's Jane Barral actually on that onside kick recovery. Of course, the eight and the nine. It'll never end. I can't tell. Yeah, Jaden Barral went up high and got that one. And of course, wherever you pick it up on the onside is where you'll be down, even if you're not tackled or touched. So he tried to take off, but they said, no, 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 come right back here, right back here. So the Falcons will start out from the 32 of Pine Tree up 46 to 14. 52 seconds left in the third quarter. Jaron, Will, do you think that uh, you think they score a touchdown here before the end of the third quarter? We'll get a yes from Will. I think so too. And a yes from Jaron. I'll be the uh, pessimist and say no. They'll they'll take it'll take them to the fourth quarter from the score. Colby in the shotgun takes the snap, looks, throws left. Oh, I was going to be some complete to Barkley Ford. In and out of his hands. He made me think he had it incomplete. And I'll bring up second down and 10 from the 33. Yeah, I think they're definitely going to want to try and score before the end of the third quarter. Um, that will really kind of put a, a definitely a pretty good seal on this game. Really come out and play some good ball this second half. In the shotgun, it's Colby at quarterback. Nate Miller now the running back to his right. He'll turn and hand it off to Nate. Nate squirts up the middle of the field just around the left to tackle. And he's got a gain of seven, almost eight on the play. Down near the 25. I love watching Nate run. As much fun as it is watching Calvin run with his hard nose. I mean, it, Nate's almost got the same thing. He's got a little shiftiness to him, but he will put his head down and hit the hole hard, too. Another handoff to Nate around the left side. He'll put a little shake and bake move on Pine Tree. Inside the 20, spins away not once, but twice from a defender. Finally gets drugged down inside the 15-yard line. And that's an MCL construction first down for the Falcons. It's like a little pinball. He just bounces around there and just kind of squirts. Out of the, the pile there. You know, we, we've talked about this before, and he reminds us a lot of Barry Sanders and the way that he yeah. plays, because he and that's he wants to be like that. That's He says that's one of his idols. Well, that'll be the last play of the third quarter, so y'all are wrong. They won't score in the third. I'll be riding the score in the fourth. I'll win. Ha, 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 46-14, Falcons up big over the Pirates. We'll be back with the fourth quarter right here on KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Forty-six to fourteen is the score as we start the fourth quarter here, live from Bruce Field. Falcons with the first and ten from the Pine Tree fifteen-yard line. 
Kobe fakes the handoff, throws. It's complete to Bar uh, Corey Mayfield Jr. <laughs> breaks a tackle. He's got the pylon. He's got a touchdown. How did he do that? That was impressive, I tell you. He's reached out, was able to bring the ball in and escape the defender. Great job by the Corey Mayfield Jr. I couldn't see the play because I've got a huge 4x4 <laughs> blocking my view because of the dumb press box. Bitter much? Maybe. It was impressive. I got to see it, though. It was I impressive play. Did. Yeah. Falcons setting up for the extra point. It's 52-14. Colby's going to come off the field. They're going to have Jordan go in and handle the uh, holding duties just in case something were to happen to Colby later on. The kick is up and good. That makes it 53-14, Falcons lead. We'll be right back here with the kickoff on KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guestin Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guestin Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. <laughs> it's time for another Forney Family Dentistry kickoff. Kickoff 2018 with a brand new smile with Forney Family Dentistry. 53-14, to 14, the Falcons lead. Maurice is going to kick this one deep, and it is going to actually go out of bounds. He didn't really get all that like he wanted to. So, Pine Tree will start out with good field position. They trail 53-14. Of course, at one point it was 25-14 midway through that second quarter. Late into the second quarter, actually. All the way to the last play of the second quarter is 25-14. Kobe got that touchdown as time expired in the first half to put him up 32-14. And it has been all Falcons here in the second half. They have made some defensive adjustments. Those jet sweeps that were working in the first half for Pine Tree just aren't working for them now as the Falcons defense are blowing those up before they happen. Uh, and, again, when it gets crunch time, fourth down, the Falcons' defense has really stood up. Yeah, they've really made some great adjustments, and we knew they would uh, offensively and defensively. Uh, kind of changed the game plan up a little bit, and they've really done a good job. Seidel fakes the handoff, looks, throws. It's complete to Sparkman. He's going to be tackled by Hogwood. That's a big first down all the way across midfield. And before that play, Hogwood was up on press coverage. kind of backed off, and when he did, that kind of opened up that deep slant. It's worked a couple of times for Pine Tree throughout this game. It's kind of just the wrong coverage at the wrong time, and Hogwood's going to step off the field. Corey Mayfield will come back in. It doesn't matter how much bigger the guy is than Hogwood. He throws him around like a rag doll. I tell you, he's such a tough young man. First and ten. Seidel hands it off to Jaden Smith. Coming up to make the stop is Casey Cornelius, but a gain of five on the play for the Pirates. Of course, as soon as this game's over, we will have the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show, so stick around for that. And once again, we'll know 
by the end of this game, so for that Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show, we'll know who North Forney will be playing next week as it looks almost certain that the Falcons will pull this one off here. It's 37-34, Lake Dallas back on top of Frisco Reading, a really exciting, what it seems like exciting back-and-forth game. I mean, it's exciting as it can be when we're looking at it on our laptops and uh, – uh, tablets, 37-34 with 4:47 left in the fourth quarter. So Lake Dallas holds on. North Forney would play, uh, would play like Dallas, but we have a penalty here. False start on Pine Tree. Back him up five. It's been a, uh, like I said, it was a sloppy game in the first half from the Falcons, especially defensively and special teams wise. Here in the second half, it's been the complete opposite. I think the guys really settled down. They settled in. They got comfortable. And ever since then, they, the defense and the special teams have been spot on here in the second half, including a couple of onside kicks that they've got. 10.48 to play in the fourth quarter. Of course, with the Falcons win tonight, that means we will have Falcons Spirit Night Live from Soul Man's Barbecue. This was thrown out into the flat to Jaden Smith. He puts his head down and runs over Derek Holt this time, getting a little revenge back from earlier. A gain of five. And it, makes it, it brings it back to third and five now. At the 43-yard line of the Falcons. Like I said, a Falcon Spirit Night Monday night live from Soul Man's Barbecue, 6.30 to 8.30. Come out there, hang out with us, hang out with the players, uh, some of the coaches. Coach Jackson will make an appearance every once in a while out there as well. You never know who you might get. And then we'll have talent talk, so keep an eye out for that next week as well. So Idell takes the snap. He's going to roll out. He's got some protection. He looks, throws. It's complete near the first down marker for Lowe is going to push Coleman out of bounds there. It really depends on the spot. Where is the spot going to be? It's right. Looks like they're going to spot it probably enough for a first down. No, they're going to say a yard short. Fourth and a yard short. That's right at where we're sitting, what our view, right across the field. And it looked like where he had caught it was the first down marker, and it kind of pushed him back a little bit. So this time it's a good spot for North Forney's defense. Seidel and the offense will stay out on the field for Pine Tree. Fourth and one from the Falcon 39. Seidel takes a direct snap, runs. He's got the first, puts his head down. Inside the 35-yard line, a gain of seven on the play. Down to the 33. Under 10 minutes now to play in the fourth quarter. Of course, Talent Talk, like I mentioned earlier, we'll have that next week, and that'll be on either KFYSports.com, where you'll probably find that on the KFY Twitter account, or you can find it on the KFY Facebook page as well. Yeah, that's right. We'll have uh, Principal Courtney Peck as our guest in studio for Talent Talk. Uh, I haven't really met her, but I'm sure she'll be the prettiest person we've had in the studio all year. <laughs> I can say that <laughs> with some confidence just because of the ugly mugs we have in there just about every week. This one passes incomplete, intended for nobody. Calvin's pretty. Yeah, Calvin is not too bad. And Kobe's a good-looking guy as well, but. I mean, of course. Wally. Well, yeah, I, I say that, yeah. I mean, Wally's in the studio with the interview <laughs> every week, so I kind of left Wally out of it because. <laughs> Kind of, you know, it doesn't count. It's not fair. You ought to start like, wearing a mask or something just to change things up, yeah. or you know. People like seeing my face. Maybe Jerry. some makeup. I know, I know you aren't used to that, but people like seeing my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Second down and ten from the thirty-three, and we got more flags on the play before the snap. Lake Dallas, 37-34 over Reedy. They get the ball back under four minutes to play. And a tight one there. And that whoever, like I said, whoever wins that game will beat North Forney's opponent next week, next Saturday afternoon, 4 p.m. from AT&T Stadium. And the flags on the play are going to be against North Forney. 
So instead of second and ten, it'll make it second and five as they move the ball up to the 28 of the Falcons. And late on that Lake Dallas game, they actually have the ball at Reedy's 29 now. So they are knocking on the door of scoring again. And it might put the game away for them with under four minutes left in that game. Uh, I know a lot, a lot of people picked Frisco Reedy to win that game. Lake Dallas is no joke either. It's not like if North 40 plays Lake Dallas, like, oh, yeah, great. Man, that's that's awesome because that's – you know, they're not very good. No, Lake Dallas can play. Seidel takes the direct snap, runs up, and he's going to get dropped by Willie Thomas right at the line of scrimmage. Seidel was looking for that hole. He found it, <laughs> but so did Willie Thomas. Coming up on the nine-minute mark to play in the fourth quarter. 53-14, the Falcons lead from Bruce Field in Athens, Texas. Of course, next week's game will be AT&T Stadium. They'd already kind of decided that the four schools that were involved uh, in these two matchups, North Forney, Pine Tree, Late Dallas and Frisco Reedy all decided ahead of time, hey, whoever wins, let's let's play at uh, AT&T Stadium next week. They've got some openings. And so they did. Seidel has to pump. He looks. He throws. Almost intercepted by Christopher Lowe, and he wanted that one. He was all over Trey Pruitt there with great coverage. Yeah, of course, you know, the Cowboys will be playing the Thanksgiving Day game, so they won't be playing that weekend, so that will open things up there. Puts him on a short week, though. Now, we did, I did ask Coach Jackson about this, you know, oh, so does that mean that, you know, the rest of the games will be at AT&T Stadium from here on out? Because usually once they start playing there, it's kind of most of the games are there for the rest of the way. But he said actually not because it, it, it just won't be open. It won't be able to be used uh, for, for, for the Falcons. I don't know if somebody, another high school team already has it booked or if it's Cowboys or college or whoever. They're going to run another reverse. around Back around the right side is Coleman. Coleman's got the first down, gets tripped up, and we've got another flag on the play on that far side of the field. Out near the numbers, so we'll have to wait and see what that flag is going to be about. And so, yeah, so after this, after next Saturday's game, we get uh, at AT&T Stadium, at least probably until maybe the state semifinals or the, uh, the state final game, uh, the games won't be there. They might, they'll have to be somewhere else, whether it be Allen's Field. Allen's got a really nice stadium. Uh, TCU and SMU's fields get used. SM, uh, UNT's fields get used. Uh, Dallas has got a couple of nice uh, stadiums as well. Mesquite Memorial might be one that gets – we might play at, depending on who we play. So it'll be interesting to keep your eyes peeled. Of course, we have to win next week uh, to get to that point anyways. And we've still got eight and a half minutes left of this one to, to, to finish out as well. We're waiting to see what the penalty is for holding on Pine Tree. So the first down they had, you can, eh, you can wipe that one away. And, it looked, and Pine Tree's really uh, been susceptible to more penalties this second half. North Forney has really shown a little bit more discipline and really calmed things down the second half as far as penalties go. Eight and a half to play in the game. After that penalty, it makes it fourth and nine for Pine Tree from the Falcon 32. Seidel in the shotgun. There's two receivers to the right, two to the left. A running back to the right of Seidel in the shotgun. Now receiver comes in motion left to right. They're going to hand it to him. They're going to run another reverse path the other way. They're looking for a pass deep down the field. Having to peel back is Kishon Williams, and he's just going to end up running out of bounds. A loss, a couple of play, and a turnover on downs. Great coverage downfield from Corey Mayfield, Jr., who stayed at home, covered his receiver all the way down the field, and Kishon Williams didn't have anywhere to go with it and had to turn back around and end up getting ran out of bounds. Yeah, I guess he knew that he didn't have a chance of getting the first down, so he's like, I'll just avoid contact. I mean, contact. with fourth down, you, I would chunk that one up, and yeah. you, know, you never know who comes down with it up there. You just turn it over by going out of bounds anyway. So, Interesting decision there. 37-34 over Lake Dallas is over Re Frisco Reedy. 
But Reedy gets the ball back. Less than two minutes to play. We'll keep an eye on that one. Kobe takes the shotgun snap. Hands it off to, looks like Jacob Soto. Soto's got some room to run. Across the 50-yard line, the 40, the 30, and he gets ran out of bounds as he approaches the 25-yard line. We saw Jacob Soto uh, for the first time all year last week against 40 come in and, and run for 87 yards. We got a flag on the playback of the 40, but it looks like it might be on Pine Tree. I think the flag actually was from the previous. Well, it, it was it was out there very early on in the play. I think they're just going to hold on to it. They're, they're going to say, hey, maybe you dropped it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. Is the yeah. ref actually just dropped it out of his pocket. It's first and 10 from the 24 of Pine Tree. He's waving the flag off. Eight minutes to play for the Falcons. They lead 53-14. Soto getting a nice run here. Of course, like I said, he had 87 yards last week in the game against 40 in the Unity Bowl. The nice run there. He might be getting earning himself some more playing time going forward. Just a young sophomore, too, so he'll be around a while. Great young talent. Turns and hands it off to Soto again. He'll push the pile, push the pile inside the 20, and they finally drag him down near the 15-yard <laughs> line. Yeah, between with him as a sophomore, and he was the guy that they really kind of uh, – when I was at the spring game earlier in the year, that was one of the guys that they pointed out to me saying, hey, this this guy can play. Soto's really good. Well, keep an eye on him. And because you have Calvin Ribeiro and because you have – Nate Miller, even Corey Mayfield, and Colby that can run the ball. They wanted Jacob to get some uh, some reps, so they kept him on JV for most of the year. But now with the playoffs, there's, there's no reps to keep, to keep giving him except for this varsity game. And he's got another first down. It's an MCL construction first down for all your commercial construction needs. Check them out at mclconstruction.com. Are they going to say he's short on that? Yeah, it looks like they the are. is at the first down marker. Okay, so there's it was an offsides against Pine Tree that's going to be declined. That's and what then that makes at. an MCL construction first down. 7-14 to play in the fourth quarter. Soto is the running back. Chiapuzio, the H back. And two receivers to the right being Jaden Burrell and Connor Sides. Colby takes the snap. Again, hands it to Soto. He's got a crease to run. The 10, the 5, touchdown Falcons. Touchdown Jacob Soto. Wow, I tell you, you know, they're just adding another dimension to this offense that teams have to prepare for. He's such a talented young man. And, and again, we talk about the vision for all these guys, but such good vision as a sophomore. That's impressive. Carroll will come in and do the holding duties instead of Kobe. At some point, I wonder if they take Kobe and those the first team offense out being up. 59, almost 60 to 14. About seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, knowing that you'll be moving on to the next round. Kobe get, or Jordan gets a snap down. The kick is up and also good. 60 to 14, your Falcons lead. 7.03 to play in the fourth quarter. You're listening to the Y Sports True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. 
All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football. KFNY. True Texas Radio. Another Forney family dentistry kicked off, picked up inside the 10-yard line for Pine Tree. They're going to return this one out near the 35-yard line. Kick off your 2018 with a brand-new smile with Forney family dentistry. Of course, let's take a second to uh, check on some other scores from around Region 2, Division 2 with the pristine express car wash of Forney quarterly scoreboard update. Drive in today for a sparkling shine that is simply pristine. And it's a final from over, I don't know where they're actually playing, but it's a final between Frisco Reedy and Lake Dallas. 37-34, Lake Dallas wins. So that will be North Forney's opponent next week. Seidel taking a deep shot down the field, well covered by Kyle Hogwood. Pass falls incomplete. Intended for the Pine Tree receiver. That brings up second down and 10. Ball on the, Falcon, or the, uh, the, the Pine Tree 33. Of course, Lake Dallas is also the Falcons. So it'll be a Falcon on Falcon matchup. Falcon on Falcon crime. Yeah, Falcon on Falcon crime. That just sounds so dirty to say. I feel like I'm getting away with something I shouldn't be. <laughs> Under seven minutes to play in the fourth. Sidell drops back, looking to throw, has to scramble. Takes off up the field. He's got a little wheels on him. He turns up, side, turns up the sideline. He's got the first down near the 45, and they'll give him the 46. First and ten there for the Pirates. So we approach the six-and-a-half-minute mark left in the game. Falcons 60, Pirates 14. And to think that with a second left in the second quarter, it was 25-14 Falcons, and then whew, 35 unanswered points from that point on for the Falcons. Seidel with the now a main motion from right to left. They got some backups in. Falcons still running their first teamers out there. Roby Robinson puts a stop to that. That jet sweep. Robinson and Barclay Ford say, no, 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 no. Ain't going to happen. Got a name for you to start practicing. The quarterback for the Lake Dallas Falcons is Depper Schmidt. Depper Schmidt. Why would they do that? <laughs> Depper Schmidt. So have fun with that, Wally. Six minutes left to play here in this one. Of course, as soon as this game's over, we'll have the Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show. For the rest of the scores from the Pristine Express Car Wash of Forney quarterly scoreboard update, of course, we just told you the 37-34 final of Lake Dallas over Frisco Redia. Seidel takes this one, scrambles around the right side, picks up midfield, gets a little bit more, gain of almost six on the play, and that's going to make it third and four now from the Falcon 48. Mansfield Legacy 42-3 over Burleson late in the fourth quarter. Lovejoy. 45-21 late in the fourth quarter over Sulphur Springs. A couple other scores that have gone final, of course, last night. Alito over Fort Worth Ryder. Uh, Lone Star over the Colony, 41-16. Kimball over Woodrow Wilson, 35-14. Seidel keeps it. 
He's going to have a gain of maybe just a yard on the play. He's going to bring up fourth and a couple. We've really seen some better containment by the defense for the North Forney uh, this second half. Really done a great job, great adjustments, great containment by those ends. And then we've also seen the defensive backfield really step up their coverage. Fourth and two here now from the Falcon 46. South Oak Cliff beat Sigaville 33-6 to tonight. Waxahachie one big over Everman 58-21. And that's the rest of the scores that really mean anything to us. Seidel takes the direct snap. He's pushing ahead. He's going to be stopped again short. They gave him a pretty good spot where he eventually fell after they'd already kind of blown it dead, but I think he's still going to be short. Oh, they're going to give the first down to him. Wow. No way. White Hat just signaled it. Wow. Okay, well, five minutes left to play in the fourth here. Pine Tree keeps their season going just a little bit longer with another first down. Although they trail 60-14. to 14. Of course, uh, another district score from North Forney, Poteet, Mesquite Poteet, who was in Division One, so we wouldn't play them at all in our playoffs. But they're up 35-23 over Marshall. Pass intended for Devon Coleman. It goes incomplete over his head. Brings up second down and 10 for the Pirates. And then, of course, Highland Park will play Texarkana, Texas, tomorrow at the Star in Frisco. New coach for Marshall uh, doing good things. Claude Mathis was uh, an assistant over at SMU under Chad Morris, and then took the Marshall position this year. Um, he was doing a good job until they're losing to Poteen. Hey, you know, uh, <laughs> the head coach for Marshall went to become the uh, athletic director in Duncanville before this past year. Seidel again in the shotgun. Drops back, looking to set up a screen back to the right side. It throws it low to Kashawn Williams, who it's probably a good thing he threw it low anyways because he had a couple of Falcon defenders all over him already, Roby Robinson being one of them. And some heat in the backfield put on Seidel. He was hit right as he got rid of that one on the screen. And that was DeAndre Robinson putting the pressure on Hill. Four and a half minutes to play in the fourth. 60-14 to 14 Falcons lead. So means barbecue postgame show coming up as soon as this one's over. Of course, next week we'll be playing 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon from AT&T Stadium. Yeah, that's where the Cowboys play. 4 o'clock, that's a Saturday after Thanksgiving. Seidel looking to throw, now he's going to take off and run. Puts on the brakes, cuts up the field, and brought down by a couple of Falcons. Glenn De La Haas helping out on that one. Brings up another fourth down. It'll be fourth and six from the Falcon 40-yard line. And, of course, the opponent will be Lake Dallas, the Falcons of Lake Dallas, against the North 40 Falcons. So make sure you make it out to AT&T Stadium for that one. We'll be out there. We'll have the call right here on KFNY Sports. True Texas Radio, and of course you can download the app from the Google Play Store or iTunes, it's KFNY Sports, or if you're old school, you can listen to it just from the computer, KFNYsports.com. It's funny that that's old school, just yeah. listen to it on the computer. Under four minutes to play now, so now it takes the snap, draws back, looks, and the pass is deflected, and they're going to throw a flag as the defender took down Kishon Williams, but... I'm not sure what it's going to be for. It can't be for pass interference because the ball was deflected. And, he, and it's not like the defender even knew that the ball had been deflected. He'd already committed to going to Kashawn Williams. Hmm. And they're, they're going to talk this one over and see. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this one didn't stand. If you're at the game here tonight and you're looking for somewhere to eat afterwards, we've already decided up here in the booth that we're going to Waffle House. Well, our nearest options are Corsicana and Terrell. Oh, you already looked it up? Yeah. Dadgummit. Never mind then. 
Well, if we find somewhere, we'll go. Yeah, they're going to wave the flag off. That's what I thought they might do. So no penalty on North Borney. That will be a turnover on downs, and the Falcons' offense will make their way out onto the field. And it looks like Jordan Carroll will come in to play quarterback with the rest of the second-team offense. So the left side of the, the bracket now in the Region 2, the next teams to move on is Legacy, Mansfield Legacy versus Dallas Kimball, and Lake Dallas, of course, versus, versus North Forney. So the winner of those two will face each other the week after next. That's, we're getting quite a bit ahead of ourselves, but we're almost there. Next week uh, with the win, we'll move on to face again the winner of Legacy, Mansfield Legacy, and Dallas Kimball. 3.46 left to play here on this one. It's all about done as the Falcons wrote a late clock expiring touchdown in the second quarter to a 32-14 halftime lead, and they have carried that over here to a 60-14 lead as Nate Miller fumbles the ball. Picked up by Pine Tree, and I'm looking for Coach Jackson because he ain't going to be happy about that. Nate Miller had a fumble late in the game against Mesquite Poteet, I believe. Kind of got in the doghouse a little bit, and, and Coach Jackson's not going to like that fumble either there from Nate Miller. So the defense will go back on the field. Just over three and a half to play. Pine Tree gets another chance to put some more points on the board. Like I said, I, it's just so interesting the adjustments that they've made North Forney defensively because the Pirates were moving the ball in the first half. They had 14 points. It was 25-14. Uh, Pine Tree was going to get the ball to start the second half. And then we look up a couple minutes later, it seems like a couple minutes later. We look up about an hour or two later, and here we are, 60-14. to 14. Pine Tree just – they can get a couple plays here and there, but the, the, the Falcon defense is really clamped down. The end around to Devon Coleman looking to pass, and now he's going to be dropped, looking for the wide receiver pass on the, on the jet sweep, and it was well covered down the field by Christopher Lowe. And then the Falcons came up to make a big play for a sack. Really good pursuit there, not fooled on that wide receiver pass at all. So good pursuit there by the defense of the Falcons. And like you were saying, Wally, just great adjustments, great pursuit, and just really done a great job this second half. Coming up on the three-minute mark, Pine Tree are not in any hurry to get the play going. And second down and 14 is a loss of four on the play there. They take the snap, they hand it off. Looks like Jaden Smith around the left end. Trying to get to the outside. Kyle Hogg was going to get there and meet him. They're going to get about seven of that back. Maybe six. That'll bring up third and eight now from the Falcon 42. Two and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. As soon as this game's over, it'll be the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show. Jaren will take care of that for you. I'll have to try to hurry down the field, get some post-game interviews. He'll stick around and hang out with Jaren for the post-game show. He'll give you... Some of the stats from this game and tell you who will be playing next week, which we already know will be Lake Dallas. This pass is complete around the left side. And it looks like good good enough for a first down, down to the 33 of the Falcons as we approach the two-minute mark. So, Pirates still fighting, trying to get something on the board before time expires with 2.10 left in the ball game. Seidel <laughs> still... What's well, Andrew Center, but he's in the shotgun. Yeah, they still got the first team starters out there for Pine Tree. North Forney's already kind of mixed in some of their second team defense and offense. Around the right side, tripped up is Jaden Smith. He'll get a gain of about five on the play. It brings up second down and five. Under two to play now. 
Clock still ticking, of course. We'll at least have a couple more play opportunities. Of course, once again, Monday night, 6.30 at 8.30. It's a Soul Man's Barbecue Falcon Spirit Night. Come out there and join us at Soul Man's Barbecue. Pass incomplete intended for Kashawn Williams up the seam. 6.30 to 8.30, we'll be at Soul Man's Barbecue. It's at 590 Pinson Road right across from Brookshire's. Come hang out with us, some of the players, a bunch of the fans, some of the coaches. Like I said, no telling who you'll ever see. And come get some awesome barbecue. And then, of course, but then, of course, we'll have Talent Talk uh, either Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll have that up. And like I said, our guest uh, this week in Talent Talk, the interviewee will be Courtney Peck. Pres or not, I said president. <laughs> principal Courtney Peck, principal of North Forney High School. And like you were about to say, Jaron, the guys at Soul Man's Barbecue, they're awesome. Seidel looking down the field. It's complete inside the 10-yard line. Caught there. Come up on a minute, a little over a minute left to play in the fourth quarter. That was Gabe Adams, sophomore receiver for Pine Tree. Number 88 with the catch. I'll keep the clock moving under a minute 20. So they'll try to put something on the board. Seidel takes a snap. He keeps it himself, runs up the middle. He's brought down but does gain about five on the carry. So that will bring up third down, it looks like, on the four-yard line of the Falcons. Second down. Yeah, second, second down. Four. Sean Williams takes the direct snap. He puts his head down, runs over a Falcon defender. He's got a touchdown, and Pine Tree will score one more time. They keep the clock moving, too. I guess, did he not? Oh, no. 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 Seidel kept Seidel it. kept it. I, I was watched like, Sean Williams put a big block. I was like, man, why are they not celebrating or nothing? The clock's still rolling. I was like, man, what game am I watching? <laughs> I am totally off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seidel in the shotgun takes the snap. Another direct snap, direct run. This time he does have a touchdown. And the Pirates will score with 20 seconds left in the fourth quarter. It's 60 to 20 Falcons lead. And this would be should it should be how it closes out. Jaron, I will let you take it from here. I'm All right. Go ahead and head down on the sideline. And we I will see you next week, everybody. Looks like the Pine Tree Pirates looks like they're going to stay and go for. No, they are. Still not sure what's happening here. It looks like they are going to kick the extra point. Went for the clock to start. 20 seconds left in the ball game here. Ball is snap. Kick is up. And it is good. So 60-21 the score. The Falcons lead. We'll take a break and we'll be right back for the last few seconds of this ball game here on KFMY Sports True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylynntravel.com. 
If your roof is sustained hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Welcome back, folks. Jaron Peoples here with KFNY Sports. Pooch kick from the Pirates received by Jane Burrell, and he just falls down. And that's where the Falcon offense will start. I'm sure we'll just see a kneel in the victory formation, and that will be it. So the offense will go out to play the final snap. As the Falcons look to win this one, 60-21 over the Pirates of Pine Tree, the first round of the 5A Division II playoffs. Again, second time the Falcons have been to the playoffs since the school's inception. Last time was in 2011, 2012 season when they were a 3A Division II. It's in their first time since the jump to 5A. And again, the incredible season the Falcons have had, and we are looking forward forward to it continuing. And we see a kneel. The kneel was done by number 18, Logan Williams. So that will do it. The Falcons win the ball game over the Pirates of Pine Tree by a score of 60-21. to 21. When we come back, we will have some post-game discussion as Coach Jackson gets, I guess, entrenched or poured and, and, and soaked by the Gatorade container. So great win for the Falcons. And we'll be back here on KFNY Sports True. Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser's Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football. KFNY. True Texas Radio. Welcome back, folks. The Falcons of North Forney High School just defeated the Pirates of Pine Tree by a score of 60-21 to in the first round of the playoffs. 5A Division II playoffs. 
and they will take on the Falcons of Lake Dallas at AT&T Stadium next Saturday at 4 o'clock. And we'll talk about the Lake Dallas Falcon team who defeated Frisco Reedy tonight a little bit earlier. But let's go over some stats for this impressive game. As far as offense, total yards for the Falcons was 640 to the 436 of Pine Tree. 302 passing yards for the Falcons compared to their 338 rushing yards. So really pretty balanced offense. A lot of those rushing yards coming in the second half. The Pirates had 436 yards through the air, 239 on the ground. So that was a little surprising because offensively they've been more of a running team throughout the year. But they did some things through the air. Again, a lot of those were kind of slot passes across the middle of the field. Only a few times did they go to the outside. But, again, they did move the ball well, especially with the first half. But the Falcon defense made great adjustments during the second half. Yeah, the 37 rushing attempts for the Falcons, 51 rushing attempts for the Pirates. And so uh, got 9.1 yards per rush for the Falcons, 4.7 yards per rush for the uh, Pirates. Kobe Suits. Through the air, 260 yards, two touchdowns. Of course, then you also had that one pass from Jackson Ennels for 42 yards for a touchdown. On the ground, Kobe Suits led the way. 97 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, just a very impressive effort from Kobe Suits through the air, but also on the ground. Does a great job with those reads. Very, Just a very good uh, field vision and good decisions as a pocket does close down. So really good job by Kobe Suits on the ground. Corey Mayfield Jr., 87 yards on the ground. He kind of came in and played some running back and did some uh, different things uh, schematically. So was able to get 87 yards on the ground. Jacob Soto. The young sophomore got 66 yards just there in the fourth quarter. Did a great job. Then Calvin Bear had 62 yards with two touchdowns. Jacob Soto did have one touchdown. I had to mention that. Then Nate Miller, 26 yards. Through the air, Corey Mayfield Jr. again having a big night. 168 yards, three touchdowns. Jordan Carroll behind him, 61 yards. Jackson Ennolds with 52 yards, but he did have that passing touchdown. Jane Brawl with 13 yards. Barclay Ford with... Eight yards. So, again, just a really incredible effort there by the Falcons. Great job. And, again, as we talked throughout the pregame show, Solomon Barbecue uh, pregame show and throughout the broadcast, that uh, the adjustments that the Falcons make and the coaching staff makes, just really they do a great job. So the Falcons are by district champions. So they are getting a trophy for winning the, the by district round of the playoffs. So they are by district champions. And again, on to take on Lake Dallas. We'll talk about Lake Dallas in just a moment. But again, back to the uh, – as the Falcons are just celebrating very proudly as Coach Jackson holds a trophy up. Definitely proud for those guys and the team and the coaching staff. Really just an incredible job for those guys for sure. But again, made some great adjustments the second half. Really shut down the running game for the Pirates, and then offensively was a lot more balanced, made some great decisions, and really just ran away with this game. So, again, great job by the Falcons. Incredible effort from the players, the coaches. Just an incredible effort, great adjustments. Uh, the defense really stood up the second half and really stood up and had some impressive stops when the Pirates would go into the red zone. So, again, some great things from this Falcon defense and Falcon offense as well, all units. Um, 
of play. So, again, great stuff. And I know they got some things to work on for sure as they get ready to take on Lake Dallas. And we'll talk about Lake Dallas in just a moment here in the Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show. Thanks so much for listening in. So we will take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the Lake Dallas Falcons. Yes, you heard me right. The Lake Dallas High School, their mascots are the Falcons. So it'll be a Falcon-on-Falcon clash next week at AT AT&T Stadium. So we'll be back on the Slowman's Barbecue pregame show here on KFMY Sports True Texas Radio. Rich, juicy smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations. Soulmans.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at forneyairandheat.com. Hey y'all, this is Will Riggs and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned into you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Welcome back, folks. This is Jaren Peoples with KFNY Sports. You're listening to the Soul Man's Barbecue Postgame Show, where the Falcons of North Forney just defeated the Pirates of Longview Pine Tree by a score of 60-21. to An incredible effort by the Falcons, who are now by district champions and will travel not very far to AT&T Stadium over in Arlington this next Saturday, a couple days after Thanksgiving, to take on the Falcons of Lake Dallas at 4 p.m. on that Saturday. So, again, uh, incredible effort by both teams, but these Falcons really played the great ball. And they will take on Lake Dallas, who kind of upset, in a lot of people's minds, uh, Frisco Rudy earlier tonight, uh, won by three points in what was just really a back-and-forth game. So, uh, But Lake Dallas, no strangers to the playoffs. They've been uh, for several years in a row. But uh, before tonight, they were 6-4. and four. And they were fourth place in their district. And they were the second-seeded uh, Division II team. 
um, of their district. So then they played on. No, excuse me. They were the the number one seed of the uh, their Division two district, and then took on the number two seed, which was Frisco Reedy of the neighboring district. And so either way, Lake Dallas Falcons defeat Frisco Reedy tonight. So that's who the opponent will be for the North Forty Falcons this next Saturday. Just looking at the statistics uh, for uh, the Lake Dallas Falcons. Uh, again, this is before tonight, I believe. They have 1,800, or their leading passer, kind of the guy that their offense really uh, just revolves around, is Ryan Depperschmidt. He's got 1,869 yards through the air, but he's also their leading rusher with 351 yards. He's thrown for 19 touchdowns. But he's also ran for 11. So, again, uh, a lot of their offense revolves around Ryan Depperschmidt, uh, I believe is a senior for this uh, Lake Dallas Falcon team. The next leading rusher is Kylie Smith with 340 yards and three touchdowns. And Charles Williams has 189 yards and two touchdowns. Through the air, their leading receiver is Brandon Engel. He's got seven touchdowns through the air, 784 total yards. Kylie Smith has 420 yards for a touchdown. So a lot of what they do is through the air. So, again, that will be a good, good time for the defensive backs of the Falcons to shine. But, again, really what I'm most interested in seeing is how this Lake Dallas defense plans to stop this uh, incredible, incredible offensive attack from the Falcons, who again tonight just went out and just played very, very well, mixed some things up. We saw some some things that we haven't seen as far as formations, and uh, <laughs> to start the game off, of course, with a very interesting uh, look where a lot of the guys were huddled towards the side and and ran a play from that. So very interesting thing there. And so again, they always uh, just pull some incredible things out of the hat. They never cease to uh, amaze us in how they uh, call plays and just how they diversify their offense. So, again, just some great things there. And, again, it's a great game where the Falcons defeated the Pirates of Pine Tree by a score of 60-21. to And, again, they will go to take on the Falcons of Lake Dallas this next Saturday, a week from uh, this Saturday, uh, at AT&T Stadium, home of the Dallas Cowboys there in Arlington. And they will take them on Saturday at 4 o'clock. Don't forget, Solman's Barbecue Falcons Spirit Night. On Monday, come on out. I have some great barbecue chat with some players and some maybe some coaches and some parents. Uh, the quarterback club's there. And, again, some great barbecue. And, again, 15% of your uh, ticket goes back to the quarterback club. And, again, playoffs are expensive. So I know they would appreciate any and all help they can get for sure. And then Talent Talk will be up hopefully on Wednesday. Uh, that will be filmed on Tuesday. And the guest will be Miss Courtney Peck, the principal of North Forney High School. So that will be an incredible talent talk that we'll be looking forward to seeing as well. So for Wally and Will, who are down on the field getting post-game interviews, and this is Jaron here up in the booth, thanks for listening to the KFMI Sports coverage of your North Forney Falcons defeat of the Pine Tree Pirates 60-21. to Have a good night, folks.